What's up, guys? It's Cooper Webb, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, this is Dean Wilson, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. We are back with another episode of the Moto X Pod Show. I'm Dark Side. This is episode 208. I got Scotty T in studio. What's up, Scotty? What's up, Dark Side? How's it going? It's going good, man. We were supposed to have a couple other guests in studio. Uh, Mark Poole and Phil Gates, the, the original Moto X Pod Show host. They started the show. Both of them were supposed to be here tonight. Uh, Mark had a truck issue, and Phil... Texted a little while ago and said he was diagnosed with COVID. So that happened a couple hours ago. Kind of bummer. You know, obviously I wanted to have a full house. I thought it'd be really cool. We had the cameras moving yeah, different places. Everything ready to go. Yeah, but uh, it didn't work out. So uh, we'll, we'll work on that. But uh, we're going to go right into Dean Wilson here in just a minute. So let me do all these intros. Our title sponsor is a Cherbies USA. For decades, a Cherbies has been a leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last. And Cherubis has what you need. So visit CherubisUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and talk to Brian Fullerton. Make sure you tell him that we sent you from the Moto X-Pod show. Uh, we're doing a and a Cherubis giveaway tonight. I'm going to tell you guys about that in just a moment. But also on board with us, of course, X-Brand Goggles. Talk about it a lot. The Lucids, the new Lucids are out as well as all the other go- the different versions, the EKSS and the, um, the GOX or the, the flat outs. All the, all the old school goggles are still in stock, uh, usually at xbrand.com or just go to your local dealership. They're distributed through WPS. You can get them there and go support those guys. Uh, also aboard Torque One Racing for handlebars, shifters. You know, you like all the bling. Torque One, Torque One Racing's got it. Go hit them go, those guys up. Shock socks, all sport dynamic wrist braces, blood lubricant oil lines. That's a big one for us. We want to keep those guys on board. Uh, it is, in my opinion, some probably the best oil out there. It's some, it's unbelievable how good it is when you tear your bike down. That stuff doesn't even look like it's been like been I, used hardly. It's so good. I ordered some today. Did you use the promo code? I did. You the man. Promo code Moto X to save. You're, good job, man. Yeah, I got it. You should get a prize. Right. Maybe, uh, I don't know, refurbished for my purchase for blood lubricants. Just, I'll think of something to give you. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I probably, I mean, I have some bubble gum or something over here. You want a sticker? Sticker? You want a Moto X Pod Show sticker? Oh, you mean uh, to add to uh, the stack yeah, of 75 stack that I have in my truck? Yeah. Fly Racing. <laughs> fly Racing's on board. Formula bought, Helmet's I, sitting right I here. I bought a guys... set of Fly Racing gear today, too. You, you bought some? Yeah, I'm Motorsport. There you go. Did you get a Formula Helmet, like, sitting here on the table? No, I'm not that, I'm not that cool formula? yet. I don't have a cool Star Wars Formula Well, nobody else helmet. has that. But you, I, you think a, nobody? Huh? You think nobody in the whole motor? Well, nobody has world. one just like this. Well, I know that's, that. That's unique. But it, anyway, we don't have a lot of time. So, yeah. Okay. Fly racing. Hit up Motorsport or anywhere. Go to your local dealerships and get you some fly racing. Actually, it, it'd be best for us if you go to your local dealerships. Support the the reps. Our boys like Craig Martin, Skippy, 
Uh, Cooksey, J- well, no, Cooksey's not with Fly Rate WPS anymore. My bad. Uh, Triple J, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Powerbound Racing for the WPS suspension guy. WP suspension guys, what's up? Okay, I got to keep going. Powerband Racing, if you got WP suspension. Extreme Colors for your helmet painting. The orange and black helmet over here, that's Extreme Colors. Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID. Our Jerky, eatourjerky.com. Moto XPOT 21 to save. And Williams Moto Works. All on board. Tonight, we have Dean Wilson. That's going to be coming up in just a couple minutes. He needed to go kind of early. Uh, privateer. Yeah, I don't know if he's a... He's, I think he's a, technically a privateer. He's on a team. He's on 3D racing. He was on Team PRMX, but he's... I would consider him somewhat of a privateer. Devin Simonson's going to come on. Cody Shock's going to be on from the uh, Chaparral FXR team. And then we're going to do a check-in with Derek Kelly, who did not have... The best weekend this last weekend, um, but at Ironman. But we're gonna talk to him before we are we we have a problem. Okay, is anybody on there that uh, can they hear us? No, there's two. We need to keep rolling, but hopefully, hopefully you got it figured. I think it's good. If for some okay. Reason it was muted. Uh, so we're gonna do some giveaways tonight. Uh, during the Cody Shock interview, I'm gonna do a little trivia question, and we're going to give away an a Cherby's chain guide and slider. And this will be done in the archives, YouTube. It's it's all going to be through email. So you guys are going to have a couple weeks to win that. And probably after Cody Shock, I've got another quick little trivia question for our YouTube listeners. And we're going to give away. I've got an X-Brand goggles, extra large t-shirt here. A couple other things if you want to choose something else. But we're going to give something away to our YouTube guys. I want to remind everybody about Patreon. Patreon.com. You can go on there. Follow us, support us. You can, you know, sign up for like five bucks a month. It goes to us, to the show, to buy new equipment, to get to the races, et cetera, et cetera. I want to shout out Robbie Richmond. He joined a couple weeks ago, and I, I haven't gotten around to telling him thank you, but we appreciate all our Patreon supporters. I, I'm working on a couple things coming up just for our Patreon supporters, some, some special content that only they'll get. So we're working on that. And I want to remind everybody that we have a fantasy league of our own. I have not promoted that the entire outdoors. I just slipped my mind. But, uh, yeah, it's Moto X-Pod show Lord of the Berms. Or, so check that out. Right now our guy JT Cooley is leading it, uh, and we probably need to do something for the winner of the outdoor series. Anyway, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Actually, we got a couple minutes there, Scotty. Uh, what did you, you think of Iron Man? Um, I liked it. the 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 rests were good. the The track seemed really fast, um, and then I thought that uh, the the battles were probably some of the best we've had all year. Went three three wide, right? I think it was Moto One in the four fifty class. I that went was... back and watched each Moto two to three times, and it was it, it was definitely good. Dude, I I said it. I think at the press conference to a couple guys, I asked them about the track because uh, Dylan complained about the the sawdust or the wood chips, wood chips, in a, in a couple sections. He kind of you know, said, hey, it was just that one section. But to me, man, it seemed like the racing was amazing. Like, you could go anywhere. Yeah. Think about, like, before J-Mart crashed, he was all over the place trying to, to catch Jet and get around Jet and, and then multiple other incidences throughout the weekend. Joe Shimoda and Jet later on. Yeah. It seemed like you could go anywhere. That track was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to ride it because of the ruts. I'm out. But, like, I, I don't know. that. It was really, it was, really yeah, good Yeah, it was cool. They were, like, on the outside of the track, and you can see yeah. dust and stuff. I, the one thing I thought is interesting, I don't know what, it, it seems like that one lane where it they were doing that wheelie tap thing over that big hump, yeah, and then was I, I was calling it OJ Lane because... Because they it, were launching out? Well, no, not just that. It seemed like that 
that whole section is kind of amateurish to where like they're carrying so much speed oh, okay. that they're like it's like every doubles two it was almost like there was an extra jump that didn't need to be there and uh, it felt like it, none of the riders seemed to say anything about it right. but it seemed from a visual standpoint it, was, it looked it looked like it was cumbersome I for them I know what you're talking about I've yeah. said that a couple of times yeah what about Justin Cooper like he this championship's getting away from him and uh, you would think that that would be a track that he would be pretty good at. It seems that technical deep ruts and stuff like that yeah. is his kind of track. So that- well, Mathis has talked about his thumb injury, so that's probably a factor. But I, I wonder if he's sick or yeah. has enough, something. Maybe it's just the thumb, but something is something obviously is causing this. He has not been riding like himself. He just doesn't look like himself. Now he'll have some fast motos, but it's not. I mean, it's, it's not Justin Cooper from a month or two ago. No, we're in the dog days of the summer. I mean, he's still got. Yeah, but I don't think he's not out of shape. No, in my opinion. Well, I know, but I mean, he's just you know, it could be it could be a little bit of a physical and or mental uh, just bog a little bit. You don't think so? I, I don't. I don't. He's been through championships before. He's he just won a championship. I think it's health, man. I think it's health. Something to do, whether it be an injury or he's sick. He's coming off of a you know a flu. I, I mean, I, I don't think he has COVID. They test him for that, but lots of obviously we missed a whole lot of riders this weekend with COVID. So I don't think it's that, but I don't think he's healthy. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I just I, I want I want to see him come back next week. I think he's he has to do that, or else yeah. I mean, he lost he lost a lot of ground. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. I really think I think Jets. I think Jet's locked in now. I don't yeah, think but he loses the points lead. Is that, you know, they were kind of talking about this on that other show last night, but... They, main event? Th- yeah. <laughs> they, uh, well, the guy from main event was talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's awesome. Yeah, I like that guy too. Um, but they were they were saying that, is that just a one-off weekend kind of thing? Or, you know, is Jet, like, can he keep doing that? Like, or, you know, he could next week... Cooper could go one one or one two or be like you know get his starts again and Jet could be in fourth or fifth and then it, it'd be like oh well, that's the same thing we've seen all so. year you don't think so I know it's been that way like Jets had a lot of bad starts and it's kind of been that I think I don't now that we're two races left Jet is super comfortable and confident especially after this last weekend I think I think we see the same thing the next four motos yeah I really do I mean there's no telling you know I mean you know that Star is pulling out all the stops to get Justin sure. Cooper where he needs to go. So I, I, I wouldn't count him out yet. It's not over okay. yet. All right. He had well, a bad weekend. Let's take a uh, – well, he's, he's had a bad two-and-a-half weekends. Or, well, because uh, Unadilla was not good. But he hasn't been off the podium. Uh, Unid, no, you're right. But he had well, – didn't he get like – he got like a fifth at Unadilla. Fourth or fifth, maybe not. Um, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Unadilla wasn't good. He had a bad second moto at Unadilla, and he talked about the bike setup and – uh, yeah, so let's see. Bud's Creek, I'm looking right here real quick. Uh, Bud's, J Mart went 1 4 at Bud's. So he was off the podium. I mean, I don't know what his overall was. His overall was third. So he's overall, he was on the podium, but he's had some motos off the podium. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's not going to. When you're in a title chase, that's not going to win. It's not going to win. Last no, four it's motos. Not. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Dean Wilson. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Entertown. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many 
top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AcheribeeUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto X Pajo Senya. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal. But thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. For almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy Lock On Grips today. All right, we are back, and our first guest of the night is brought to you by Blood Lubricant Oil Lines, which were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Visit bloodlubricants.com and use promo code MOTOX to save. Tonight, Blood Lubricants brings us the one and only Dino. What up, buddy? Oh, not too much. Just chilling. How are you? Doing good, man. Glad to get you on. Uh, I know it's not the absolute best of circumstances for you right now, but dude, I got to give you a lot of props, man. A lot of guys, you know, when they get the Epstein bar deal, they, they stop racing and you really stuck it out for a long time. I know your team was down Jason and Zacco, and I feel probably that's the reason you stuck it out, but dude, I don't know. I always tell you how much respect I have for the type of person you are. And, um, it's just really, to me, it's impressive. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a tough, tough summer for sure. I mean, obviously, so I started off, it, it all began at Paula National. I remember sitting after practice and I just sat there and I, I I, had no drive. I was tired. No, like, I just felt flat. Like, I, I felt like I could have just fell asleep, like, on a chair. <laughs> yeah. you know? like, and I'm like, this is not how I'm supposed to feel. Like, this just doesn't feel right. And, you know, I hammered it out that day and, and I was just like, man, I, I just don't feel normal. Like I don't have the energy. I don't have like the, the burst of energy. I don't have, um, mentally, I just felt, I just felt off. So after that I was training during the week and then I was like, man, I need to go get, get this figured out. So I went and got blood tests done and then, you know, I had a uh, very low testosterone which is Sarah's fault. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but I had very low testosterone. So we're like, man, that's, that's not good. Like it was really, really, really low. Wow. So then we're like, okay, we need to go for a more in depth blood test with all the Epstein bar and all the BS. So we did that. And then that's when we seen that I was positive. And, um, you know, it's like, 
Jason wasn't out at that point, or he might have been. I can't remember, but, um, you know, Zach was out. Um, and I was, I'm still fighting for a contract, too, so I can't just pull out. So uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tough this out. Like, this is going to be measurable, but I'm going to – there's nothing I can do. I just, so, yeah, I just grinded it out this summer. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate to miss these last – you know, few races, but yeah, it's it's just for my best interest and just to get where I need to be, so I'm good for next year. You know, yeah. Unfortunately, this whole year, man, it, it's, well, it's been rough really since I to me like 2019, the Monster Cup with that big crash. Like you just had so many low points. Um, you know, at Houston, you had the the little issue that you apologize. It just it feels like there were so many different things that were just like working against you that. Just freak little things, and even like the virus. You know, it's just like every time you'd be always be positive, but every time you try to get a leg up, something would slap you in the face. Yeah, uh, it's part of the sport. You yeah, know, your ups and downs. But yeah, it's just been a, it was a very very tough year all around because you know I did three races, uh, and no two race. No, I did the first three races, and then I pretty much broke my foot. I broke my big toe and all that, and it was like. The thing was like off of Mr. Deeds, like the full foot was black and blue, and I had to miss some races because of that. And then yeah. I came back, and obviously my toe, big toe, wasn't healed, and my foot, and I was trying to race through that, and I couldn't even like shift the bike. I was like riding the whole track in second. It was so measurable, <laughs> and and you know I was just trying to get through with that, and then you know like just getting through was all I was really doing and then outdoors came and then I hit this illness I'm like dude it was a gnarly year but uh man it's the trials and tribulations you know it's part of the sport and uh it's just you know you have those years sometimes you just it's, it's, it sucks and you know not only are you down because of your results and then you know you, you really can't care what people say but then you you know you get all the haters you can see or whatever of and, course you know, they've all got their two cents sure. and then but you know the truth yourself. So, um, you know, it is what it is. It's part of the sport. So you just yeah. need to, you know, balance out the good with the bad. And um, that's all you can do. How many times have you seen on social your social media like, oh, Dean Wilson sucks. He doesn't deserve a ride. I mean, it's that kind of stuff is like I've seen that kind of stuff like with Justin Bogle or those guys that maybe are anything behind about seventh. Like the, the keyboard warriors like, oh, he sucks. Why does he even have a ride? And it's like. It's ludicrous that our 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 quote unquote fans respond that way to you guys. They're just uneducated, yeah. those fans. That's the only thing. Um, you know, the real fans and the the real people in the sport in the industry, the the journalists like yourself or a Mathis or whoever, like they know what's going on and see what's going on and and the value of a writer. And you know, like of course, all of us want to be up front, but you know sometimes we're always dealing with something or we're not performing like we should. And sometimes we just suck straight up. That's <laughs> true. Okay. You know? yeah. But sure. But uh, yeah, it's just a tough sport. And um, you really, you know, of course I've had people talk crap and say I should retire and <laughs> this and that. And, you know, but then it's the same people that when you're back to where you should be and you're battling up front, you know, they're, they're the ones that are, you know, um, also on your social media, giving you the big, the big ups, you know, true, so true, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of funny. funny. That's just how it goes. You know, yeah. so you can't, can't, you know, focus on that. Great attitude. Yeah. Those are probably the people that think Tomac's riding a two stroke next year too. So we're not worried about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's, 
some of this, dude, some of the, the stuff some people say, like, the conspiracies that some people believe, too, in the sport actually blow my mind. Like, it's actually unreal. I remember seeing something they said they thought Cowie were taking away Eli's factory parts. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my yeah. God. That's <laughs> insane. But yeah. as everyone's gotten entitled to their own opinion, I guess, right? Yeah, I wonder how much of that stuff is just clickbait or whatever. Some people believe it, though, man. It's uh, yes. Oh, for sure. No, a lot of it, yeah, it's crazy. You wouldn't believe the amount of people that believes this stuff, but <laughs> oh, well. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's at least worth a laugh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so kind of going back a little bit to the to the Epstein Bar thing is like it seems like that's been coming an issue with some of the the, the riders lately, and I I don't know if it's resulting from y'all are training y'all's bodies so hard for so long, and it's such another level that you guys are taking yourselves to physically that's causing that. And are are you involved with now that you have it? Is are they doing research or where are they on on preventing it from our future guys from having to go through the same thing? Yeah, I think it's just monitoring yourself a little bit more you know there's just not a sport like ours you know that that requires the amount of physical activity that we do so consistently you know what i mean like dude our season is so long like it's it's crazy and you think like we race on the weekends okay make it supercross for instance and and supercross isn't even as gnarly as outdoors but supercross you're racing till 11 at night Okay, and then after all the BS, you finally get to your room, you fall asleep, maybe 12.45, 1. But if you're a 450 man, usually, for me, my adrenaline's still pumping. I can't sleep. And then you have a 6 a.m. flight the next morning. you got to get up at 4-something for that. So you barely have any sleep. You've just exerted your body. You know, you travel all day. You get home. You have a nap, whatever. And then kind of on Monday, you're kind of back to it. You're back cycling. You're back to the gym. You're back sometimes you ride monday tuesday thursdays you know so we do a lot during the week too and i think sometimes maybe we're just doing too much and our body just can't keep up and it needs a rest and i think that's where it comes from you know yeah Um, maybe for me i think all year i've always been trying to recover from you know an injury you know i broke my my toe there and i know i took both sounds kind of lame but that thing was actually kind of gnarly and um always just trying to recover but you're still training and you're asking on so much out your body and it's important to really just let your body you know rest i think you know yeah i think more and more riders are starting to kind of you know uh, i think you're you're at bakers and you've been working with brownie but in in the alden program that's been sort of one of the knocks on it maybe it overworks some guys and everybody's a little different you have to find that line uh, I I don't remember who I asked this of at the press conference, but the races have been getting hotter, and you know yep. if you get really overheated on a Saturday, it takes a little while for you to recover. So you have to figure out where that line is of I need to back it down or I need to step it up. And, and as you get older, that changes. It's constantly changing for you guys. Yeah, exactly. And it's only you that knows. You know, Alden doesn't know how you feel, and that's why you have to communicate and um, you know you know, let him know how you feel. And he's pretty good with let, you know, adjusting the program. Um, it's so that's important to, to, uh, you know, monitor your body. And if you just, if you did too much, then, you know, back it down that week. So it's, I think sometimes we don't, our problem is, is we don't back it down because we don't want to look like we're soft or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I really think that's kind of half the problem is you don't, you, you don't want to, yeah, you keep going when you should 
for your own interest, just back it down a little bit. Yeah, you don't want to seem weak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunately, yeah, that's, I think that's just men in general. Well, and I mean, it, in yeah, the sport, exactly. yeah, the, in the sport itself, I mean, you know, you take somebody that has a normal nine to five, like you're, like yourself, dark side. I'm sure there's a day out of the week where you're, you don't get as much work done and you're not the best per employee that you can be. And nobody doesn't get blown up on social media. You know, it's okay for them. True, yeah. it's, it's okay for them to have, you know, some struggles, but the, it's, it just sucks that it's that under way. Under the microscope. Yeah, yeah. It's just such an under microscope. Yeah, but does, does, so. does feeling all that adversity this year and going through that, does that, is that kind of is that fuel for motivation to come back next year stronger or at this point in your career is it kind of making you just like God, am I gonna am I really gonna have to keep doing this or like where where which way do you lie on that one? No, it fires me up. It's kind of funny, like you know uh, where I'm at my career and like man, I'm still like it. That's what I love about this sport is like you you kind of like the off season you really work hard on what you struggle on and, and, and come like you, you, you make a plan and then you try to execute it and, and try to just be the better version of yourself coming into 2022. And I love that about the sport. Like you, you just do everything you can when it comes in the off season with your body, with your writing. And you just try to, you know, for me, I obviously want to be way better than I was this year. And I, and I know I can be. So I don't know. It's that's a cool thing. I like, you know, sometimes it's like a reset and, and you, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's so much more enjoyable when you're at the races and you're, you're kind of doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know, and you're in the mix and you're battling up front. Like that's actually, that's fun when you're battling in the back and you're struggling, but you're still trying hard. That's, that's when it com becomes tough. But, um, that's what I love about the sport is you always have another chance of turning it around, turning yeah. it around. Yeah, you mentioned a little while ago that you know you're you're still fighting for a, a contract, and uh, I I think I believe the team is I mean they love you. I mean I think they're you know you're you're obviously you're very marketable. Uh, your your attitude pretty much is always up, at least to the public. We always see you up. Um, do you, do you? I know you can't answer this yet, but do you feel positive about where you're headed for 2022? Uh, the outlook of what that what next season is going to bring. I, I feel like the team would want you back, but I mean, obviously, I don't know that. But how do you feel about what's coming? Yeah, um, it's been a obviously I haven't had my best year, so it was very it's been very stressful. Um, but I just you know what at the end of the day when I walk when when I walk away from this summer, it's I'm proud of myself because I never gave up and I kept going whether sure. my results were shit or not. You know, like I. I'm proud of myself for the effort I gave with, with what I had. I gave it all I had, and that's all I could do. And, um, yeah, so <clears throat> regards to, to next year, um, I'm going to be I'm, – I'm, I'm okay. So good, I'm good. happy with that. I, I would assume so. I, was it 2017 when you were a privateer for, like, a couple rounds? Yeah. Yeah, when yep. Parabinos were wrenching for you. Yeah. 2017 and then uh, 2019, I did it. Yeah, I did about three races each year as a privateer. Then, yeah, and yeah. Then I was on the, but 2019, I, I actually could have been on the team before the season, but but I already was so worked so hard on my privateer program, I couldn't really just bail out on my guys. That you know, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, that's what. Again, you keep talking about how much you love the sport and that you're willing to do that, and then. 
I got to bring up the YouTube channel, channel man. Like, yeah. it's so obvious on that how much passion you have for this. I I binge watched a bunch of them this weekend uh, that I hadn't watched yet. Like all the the history stuff that you bring up. Uh, it's and, and of course, I, I need the background. When are we gonna get a shot of? Um, Styles mom, dude, where, where's she at? Styles' mom, see, yeah, that was the thing. Um, the plan was to like pump Styles' mom up for a little bit and then, uh, you know, we'll let it rest. And then, you know, she may just appear on one of them and then not, you know, everyone wants to see her. Yeah, so, I know, I see that. You know, they might just have to keep st- staying tuned and you never know when she'll pop up. So, yeah, well, whenever yeah, she... yeah, we, have, Go we have a good laugh on the YouTube and. You know, it's just me and Sarah, and, and I'm not very good at cutting and editing, but we do what we can and try and provide you guys with a little bit different of what goes on on racing. But we try to keep it light and keep it fun, and I try to kind of help out my teammates a bit, you know, as they're young bucks and kind of just what I've been through and whatnot, you know? Dude, that's what I was going to say. Like, the, the, the section or the, the segment of you and Jalik out at the turn track where yeah. you're giving him shit about cutting the track, and then at the end there's, yeah. like, you cutting the track and – I, yeah. I was cracking up at you two laughing at each other. It was it's so good. Uh, yeah, that's good. We we have a really solid team and we all yeah. get along well and work hard, but we also you know, we <clears throat> Styles has done really good at um he used to get a little butt hurt at first, but now he's we've toughened <laughs> him up and uh he can take some shit pretty good, so it's it's pretty good. We all have a good laugh. Yeah, you definitely gotta roll with it, man. Mathis gives me shit about like my hair my ponytail all the time and finally I just had to be like, All right, you know what? bad publicity good it's all publicity i'm gonna roll with it you gotta roll with the punches you have have no choice you have no choice yeah beat him join him he talked he talked 20 minutes last night on pulp show about me cutting my (laughs) hair like he asked justin brayton everybody dark sun's got to cut his pony like it was like shit keep keep talking about me that's cool well you see this is the thing if you feed in and let them know it bothers you then they're gonna keep picking at you but if you have to then they're like oh that's not gonna work right all right, one more YouTube question. Um, on one of the, the the I don't remember which one it was, but Sarah was sitting on the bike, and you made a comment, and she's like, oh, you're going to get another text from my dad. I want to know what that original text was. Did you get in trouble? Oh, yeah. What was that? I'm trying to think of. Uh, oh, it was from. Okay, so if you go back to the Melville, yep. the Melville uh, YouTube, I'm bucking up my boots before the moto, and I'm talking with Dave Feeney one of the mechanics and we're talking about my mustache and then i said something like yeah sarah enjoys it yep yep and then uh and then her dad oh yeah her dad texted me that week and said because he watched the youtube and he says hey i heard sarah likes your mustache so it was was pretty funny you know that's great that's yeah he he takes it pretty well yeah oh that's so good Go ahead, Scotty. Yeah, it's funny. I had that in my notes that, that was how the mustache life was treating you, and, and then and then we we need to set up a play date for Dark Side's pony and the and the mustache. Oh, y'all can be they can be friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The mustache. I think it's it's still here, but I think it stays there over. I think we've had our summer run. You know, it's it's starting to kind of like you know just kind of catching food on it, and you know <laughs> food for later on there. And I need it. I think it's time it goes. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I look back at pictures like when I see you and the guys that are wearing the mustaches now. I think back to the '80s when my dad had the mustache. And I'm like, man, I don't know. That's just not. That's not. That look is not for me. But then, <laughs> yeah, you know. well, it's funny. I actually had to do a passport photo not long ago, <laughs> and um, it was a 10 year passport, and I did it with the mustache. Oh, so that's awesome. 
oh, I'm going to be looking at that thing for the next 10 years. So it's pretty funny. That's great. Got uh, a couple more things. Yeah, we had yeah. we had one on uh, YouTube from uh, our, one of our buddies, Jake Curry. He said that he scored some uh, gloves from you from at Unadilla, so that was cool. And he wanted to know that, like, how how's, does your girl do at the races? Does she like to get noticed, or is she like does she like the day to be about you, or how? It you cannot not notice her. <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> yeah, it's oh, Sarah. I'm sorry, Dean. No disrespect. This is actually. Sarah is probably top two hottest chicks on the planet. <laughs> oh, man. You put her on a pedestal. Now Dude. He's, uh, she won't want to walk through the door. Yeah, she oh, – I don't uh, – actually, Jake, who you just mentioned, Scotty, and yeah. his, his chick Jordan – like she sent me a picture. They were standing behind her during one of the races, and she's like, "She said Jake hasn't talked to me in like five minutes." <laughs> and then Sarah was talking, standing right in front of him, and I was like, "Well, yeah, okay. I don't know what I'm supposed to say." Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. No, she's good. She she helps me a lot at the races. Um, yeah, I mean, she does pretty much everything but wipe my ass. So <laughs> uh, I just ride the bike. So she's a great help. We get along real well, and um, yeah, she's you know she's got the new role of uh you know she's a the filmer now so yeah. but she actually does all my filming at supercross too so you know um she's done my, all my filming for supercross really the last five years so she films everything so um yeah she's she's part of that as well yeah she's be, besides being very beautiful she is very very friendly and sweet so if anybody does happen to see her say hi to her because she's she's pretty rad for sure give her a Starbucks card oh, right, there you go <laughs> Hey, Scotty, is is Hal on YouTube? Um, I'm blown I'm, away. He's not saying anything right now. I'm not. I'm not sure. Hey, I, he may be working, man. Somebody yeah, Hal. Asked, somebody asked where he was, and he never. Responded. Yeah, Hal's super fan, and Dino, and they they're they're buddies. So uh, yeah, Hal Hal has yeah. uh, kept me up to date with how you're doing. So he's always yeah. Like, Hal's a good guy. He's man. He's the one. He's actually the best. He's got to be one of my number one fans for sure. He's always. Hey, when things get quiet, he's always one to check in. So yep. I got lots of love for Hal for sure. He's a he's a really, really, really good guy. He really is. I've said on here before. He he's one of those guys that I've only known him a few years, really, since I started podcasting. And he yep. he is one of my closest friends. He would if I needed him to right now, he would leave Houston, drive four and a half hours up here to bring me a Coke if that's what I needed. Like the guy would do anything for you. Uh yep. yeah. So he anyway. would help anyone but yeah he's a, just a good hearted person so. absolutely um you got anything else for dino scotty uh, i think i'm good nothing okay scott uh dino man um really i hope you start feeling better man we're looking forward to seeing you back in supercross um will you go to any of the last two rounds you're gonna stay home uh i don't know i'll probably stay home okay uh, yeah i just want to rest up and sure get get feeling better and uh yeah we should be we'll, we'll, we'll be good for uh 22. Awesome. Well, I'm sure anybody that is listening to this knows, but check out DeanWilson15.com for the merch. All the cool kids are wearing it. DeanWilson15.com. Uh, Dino, man, appreciate you coming on for a little bit. It's been a while since we talked to you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at A1 if we can yep. get out there. Yep, for sure. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks yes. for having me. All right. Have a good night, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, I love having Dean Wilson on. He is super awesome. Uh, yeah, surprise. How must be working if he's missing that? So, yeah, um, he hasn't said anything. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, thanks to Dean Wilson. So, I'm looking at the time. We've got about 15 minutes before our next guests. What should we talk about? Want to get back into uh, outdoors? What? So, Jer- Jeremy Martin going down. 
breaking his wrist. Hold, hold on, before we before we we can do that while we're waiting. Um, I just want to say that you two guys, we got like you said, we got about fifteen minutes. So y'all y'all throw some topics out, or some things that y'all noticed about the Nationals or anything, and we'll we got time right now. So if you put something on here, we will probably talk about it. So yeah, the schedule got changed. So I had like if you're watching on YouTube, you listen to archives in the past. My goal was, my plan was, with all four of us supposedly being in the studio, we'd have 30 minutes of just general discussion. Dino at 7 o'clock our time, but Dean has to move up. The other two guys didn't show up. Threw my whole schedule off. It's always something, right? We know that. Uh, but look, uh, the Nationals, have, man, they're coming down to it. Dylan's pretty much got locked up, 450 class. Eli's coming on at the end. What do you think about Eli right now? He's getting better. He finally got his first overall. On our show a couple weeks ago, he was laughing. He was kind of positive. Uh, in the press conference, he's laughing. Podium, he's up. He To me, he feels like a different guy the last couple rounds than he did early on. Not just the way he's riding. And he's had some really killer motos, right? Yeah. But, like, I feel like it's a different Eli right now. I think so, too. I think, I think you're into, you know... If you if you want to break down a career into stages, I'm not saying that you know Chad Reed stayed in this career, in this part of his career for ten plus years. So I'm not saying that this means that he's on a decline or or done with his career. But I think he's started that last stage of his career. Yeah, wins mean more to him for a different reason. He's 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 had the top. He's kind of lost it. He hasn't gotten those titles that he's used to getting. So those that win that you saw him get that he hasn't gotten all year was means something to him again. So I think that you know maybe a little bit of the never one was not as good as he once was, but as good once as he ever was. You know you're going to see a little bit more of, of maybe that where some weekends he just doesn't have it, but when he does, watch out. So I I think that that's kind of the part of the career that he's in. Yeah. Not saying that 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 can't mean championships. I think that he still will be a contender, but you know, I th- I think it's cool to see him kind of step into the step away from the fact that he has to be that guy, and now he's kind of in. I think he's enjoying his career, and maybe uh, that'll keep him lasting for a couple more years. That's certainly not where my mind was going. Like, I don't think he's enjoying not winning. I, I'm not saying that he's not enjoying uh, winning. I'm just like saying just that his career. I think he's he, still as if, hungry as ever. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that's, okay. that he can't be not hungry. I think he's just. He's he's in a different mindset. He he looks at his career differently. Not saying that he's not I, I hungry would agree to win. With that just based off the family stuff and yeah. looking at what's more different, maybe what's more important. How many motos? <laughs> Someone said, "Be careful, Scotty Superman Dylan might lose his shit." <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, better watch out, Dylan. Show up we on, have, the, on your front porch. We, we do have a couple of topics to talk about. Um, someone wants to, someone wants to talk about the death of Philin rides. Why that's not happening? Okay, um, uh, I think that. So the the major factory teams, the Husk Husqvarna's, Kawasaki's, they don't they they don't have to hire somebody to fill in to fulfill a sponsorship. That's the way their sponsorships are set up. They don't have to have somebody on their bike. Is that something that's different now than it used to be? Or well, I think that the, most of the teams that did fill ins were like JGR, not tech. I guess they were sort of factory Suzuki. They yeah. were, but I think their their sponsorship deals, their outside sponsorship deals, were a little different. They needed to have certain bikes certain number of bikes on the track. And I don't believe the fa- the factory teams don't have title sponsors so much. So they don't have to do that. They're paid by Honda or Kawasaki. But then you take JGR Suzuki and you take a title sponsor that they have at a time or a Geico Honda pro circuit Kawasaki. Yeah. Well, pro circuits owned by pro circuit, right? So, but those, those outside sponsors, 
are paying to have somebody on the track. So right. I think it makes a difference. And we don't have as many of those teams. We d- we do have FXR, Chaparral, Honda. You know, we have these other, you know, uh, smaller teams, whether it be PMRX or name one. I mean, uh, yeah. Team Solitaire. Do you think that... do you think that just about collapsing. Yeah, so I heard there. that. Wow. Um, do, you, do you think that any of that is any of that is COVID related? I don't think so. Restrictions? No, no and, I don't think so because no. there's guys out there like a, let's like Cody Shock, right? So why not pull him up to a team like Husky Factory Huskies down two riders? Yeah, obviously he's been Cody's been on a Honda, but you could grab a guy like that. TLD TLD didn't even show up at the race last weekend. He didn't have nobody. But why not get Ty Masterpool? They don't have to. Yeah. They just don't. I mean, I think it sucks. I wish they would, but they just don't have to. So it's probably easier just to save the money and not go, I guess, yeah. I, or not have another bike. I mean, you, you probably can have less employees at the track. Saves you a little money. I mean, yeah, the, the overhead mean, on those things is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know any of that for a fact. That's just my my guess. Yeah. No, um, I would have to agree with you. Yeah. Back to Eli, though, real quick. Four motos left. Does Eli? How many? How many motos does Eli win? Motos. Yep. Motos. There's, motos. There's, there's four left. Yep. Two races. Four motos. I'm gonna say. I put. I say. I say two. Okay. Uh, at the same round or one each round. One each round. One each round. Dylan. Does Dylan clean it up? Like, does he? No, I think. Win out. Not I think, win out, but. I think. Um, or does he back it down? I think Dylan. I think you see Dylan get second and thirds. Okay. And I think you see Roxon win one of those other ones, and then maybe, uh, maybe like, either Roxon will win both of those, or Roxon will win one, and like Sexton maybe another one. I hear Paula's going to be extremely hot. I don't think Kenny wins another one. He can win the first moto. You think? Okay. I'm going to say, I don't know. I think Eli. I think it's Eli Dylan. That finish out the next four motos. I don't think Kenny gets a win. You don't think? No. No, he'll probably go win all four because <laughs> typically I'm wrong on most things. That's um, funny. Yeah. I, I'm going to kind of shift gears here a minute. Okay. Fantasy this last weekend. Had some bad bad things, some good things. Our boy Derek Kelly, who's coming on tonight for our, our check-in. Someone mentioned something about that. Yeah, so people were mad. Like, I'm in the, I'm always on the Pulpamex chat room on the, on the fantasy website. Yeah. And people were like, you know, as they do, he dropped off there at the end of the race. And everyone's like, oh, you know, F this. And, God, you know, they're mad. And he screwed me and blah, blah, blah. Derek Kelly was not off the track five minutes. And he texted me, sorry about your fantasy points, man. I had a flat. Uh-huh. And Derek doesn't give a crap about fantasy. He's kind of told us that before. But he instantly, I, I had sent him a screenshot earlier in the day that I'd picked him, said, no pressure. And then he felt like he w- he was thinking about it, man. So he at least he apologized to the fantasy players, and he had a flat. I don't know what the penalty was. I heard he got penalized. We're going to ask him about that tonight because um, I don't know. I hadn't heard what the, what happened. Uh, but yeah, that. So anyway, Cody Cody looking out for me and the YouTube guys. Uh, he, he's now it's now in his head. So anyway, just anybody that picked Derek Kelly, he felt bad for us guys. So his, what we got it on wasn't YouTube? his What's fault. Uh, just some people talking about Eli. That had, oh, okay. had another one. Uh, oh, someone wanted to know our take on GL's departure. 
Oh yeah, there's a good topic. Um, I haven't. I I've, I only watched a little bit of his video. I didn't get a chance. So he's I was done, in the truck. He's done a couple. He did yeah. two videos the first day. I need to go listen to him. I haven't. Yet. And then he did another one Sunday, I believe. Might have been Monday. Kind of a follow up. Um, man, I I think he did what he felt. I, I have no problem with what he did. I, I don't think he's trying to be a martyr. I don't think he went into it trying to be a martyr for the the cause. Yeah. Um. He didn't. He didn't want to have to get tested or get the vaccine. And he kept saying, "I see where things are going." Basically, and and like Matha said, "Well, there's only two races left," and and that's true. There's only two races left. They're not going to force. They weren't going to force him to get vaccinated by those. Man, I cannot catch my breath. It's crazy. <laughs> um. Before the last two races, but I think he saw in the future, like, this is where things are going. I don't agree with it. His point was one or two people had tested positive in the truck. He had already taken a test. He was, he was clear. He, he didn't feel, he, he felt like he was being singled out because he was, I guess, one of the only ones that was told not to come back. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't, I'm not vaccinated. I don't want to get vaccinated. I have no problem with people that are vaccinated. So he just was, I feel like he was doing what he thought was right for himself. And I have no problem with that. That's cool, man. What I, I gave him props actually, because probably it'd be a little bit scary to be like, I quit. I mean, I know he has other things. He's fine financially, but that's a big gig to walk away from. Yeah. But he, I think he did it for the reasons he felt were. Well, and as soon as he said that, uh, I know I, I still need to go back and watch it. So I, I yeah. don't, I'm not the biggest expert on this, but, uh, I know he was saying something about how he was kind of done with it, like kind of getting bored with it or something like that, where he was kind of getting over it. And and as soon as he mentioned that and I like thought back about it, it it did seem like he lost some of that fire the fire for it. And it seemed like he was a little lackluster in some of the broadcasts. So, yeah, and I think but, but that Weech, was all hindsight. Weech kind of mentioned that. And that was sort of Steve's thought. And I think the general consensus is from inside that, that group that maybe he was kind of over it anyway, so it made it easier. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know, man. He, I mean, this, it's, this it's, topic, it's the definitely vaccine, a thing. the COVID stuff is very... Um, I've had to change my working conditions with, with my dad's laboratory, my working with my dad because of it. Um, yeah. Because everybody there has it. I, I, don't, I don't want to get the vaccine, so basically I, I have to work from home Okay. So, I mean, I, it's it's affecting everybody. It's not just here. It's you know, it's it's everywhere. And, and I think it's just it's just one of those issues that we're going through right now. And I, I don't really know how how what's it going to end up as, and yeah. you know, what's all going to entail because it, it could go either way. I don't want to talk about it too much because I feel like people start thinking it's political stuff. Yeah. And uh, but I'll touch on my opinions just real quick. Uh, as far as GL goes, though, I think it's fine for that's what he wanted to do and. You know, he felt a certain way, and he stood by how he felt. Cool. I don't know the insides. I don't know the behind the scenes of what they were actually telling him, if there was anything that we don't know. I think we pretty well have the story. Yeah. And he did what he felt like he needed. Um, there was another, I was told there was another uh, commentator that was going to come on board that agreed to come on board before Emig did and then backed out. And I don't know if that person, I don't want to say who it is because I don't yeah. know that it's out there. That I don't know if that person backed out because of the GL thing or because of some other circumstance, but there was another person that was verified to be doing it, and then they they changed their mind a couple hours, three hours later maybe. Um, 
but regardless, my opinion is that I, I said a minute ago that I'm not vaccinated, and that's because I, I, I don't trust the government, period, as far as <laughs> that's I, the news, whatever. Yeah. I hear people going on, oh, you know, you, you, you don't want to trust the science or whatever, the scientists. Well, I, I, I hear stories from both sides, scientists saying, yes, this, is, this happens or this doesn't happen. Yeah. I just don't trust any of it. I don't know what the long term, if there is any long term negative side effects. Just not really ready to jump in there. Yeah, I'm, just I'm not. I'm the same way. I just I I, I, don't think I tried to do it for like I was at, I was faced with the decision yeah. of doing it for the easement of my family and what I've got going on, and I and I really wanted to do it to make it easier, but I couldn't. I I sat there and I struggled with it for you know I thought about it for a couple of days, and I just I couldn't convince myself to do it. I yeah. just I it, my mom begged me about it three weeks ago and then tried to guilt me into doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind like, of I kinda of went through the I'm same not thing. Doing it. Um I I'm trying to like I don't I don't want to get I, I said I don't want to get into this, yeah. but I want to explain myself at the same time. So like if I had to, let's say I had to get it for work or if I had to get it to go to supercross rounds next year, I'd probably go get it. I'm not that strongly against it. I just have a little bit of fear of what it could do five years from now. Yeah. And I also am not so sure that it does exactly what they say it does or should do. Um, a guy I work with did not want to get it, but they, him and his wife had booked a cruise and they went to go on the cruise. They had to get it. That's crazy how that's changed because I went to Mexico earlier this yeah. year and I did not, not a word was said. Well, he went and got it, him and his wife, both and a week and a half later, they both had COVID. And, and, and I, did the, did the the vaccine give it to him? I don't know. But I, what I do know is you could get it either way. Yeah. You could still spread it either way. That's what my dad that's what my dad was saying, you know. It and was, if if what they say is true and you get the vaccine, that means your symptoms are not as strong, I believe. I believe yeah. that's what right. So if Scotty, you decide to go get it and I don't, and let's say I have it and I give it to you, well, okay, great for you. It's it's not gonna hurt you any differently. It's going to be better for you because you have the vaccine in theory. Yeah. It's going to be worse for me. Well, that was my choice to not get it. I don't think you can spread it more because you don't have the vaccines. Yeah. I don't think that's the case, but like, regardless, I just think this thing is everywhere. I don't think there's really any way to totally like be safe from it. Yeah. I was at work the other day. One of the girls at, at the office, well, the guy that had COVID that I just mentioned, he yeah. he was clear after two weeks. He came back to work, and I mentioned that he had had COVID or something came up. Where have you been? Oh, I had COVID. And she started freaking out. And I was like, dude. It's fine. Like, you literally sit here and take money from customers all day. You just grabbed the mail that came from all over the world, you know, like. I know. Touching stuff. That you just chill down. Yeah. That, and that, that like was. My mom my almost died from it. She got super, super sick. She was one of those ones that it hit hard. So I'm not, I'm not saying or what's the word, um, lightening it. Any for people that have dealt with the hard, the really, really severe cases. I'm not being like, oh, that's BS. I'm just saying, man. Like I just, I'm like, live, man. I'm just trying to live. I'm not worried. I'm just not worried about it. My head, I say this. My head is kind of in the sand with this crap. Yeah, I'm just living day yeah, to day. Yeah, that's, that's what I try to do. I'm going too, to work. Man. I'm trying to enjoy races. I'm trying to hang out with my chick and my kids. And I'm trying to do have fun. And not stress about that stuff. Anyway, I know I got way off what you asked me about, but GL. Yeah, it's 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 kind of where that conversation goes. I'm but. cool with GL. I have no problem with it. Um, I do have problems with some of the people that, and Daniel talked about this last night, the people that bashed Jeff Emig for going on and doing it. Like, 
quit bashing people, period. Yeah. <laughs> if you want the, the, the vaccine, if you don't, if you are for, if you're liberal, if you're whatever, dude, just can't we all get along, bro? Apparently not. I mean, let's love one another, except for TJ. <laughs> TJ's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you just had to throw that in there? Yeah, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> There's I actually have more topics that now that we're talking about that I'd like to get in, but that this is supposed to be the Moto X Pod show. Yeah, we can't get into the Moto X. I had a couple people show. on Pope last night on the chat room say they were going to listen for the first time tonight. So I hope <laughs> the show's not going yeah. completely off the rails. Are, well, here we have. Uh, we've I think we've kind of done this question before. Yeah, let's do it. Whatever it is, quick because we got Devin ready. But go ahead. Okay. Um, just uh, yeah, let's see, let's see what, we got. Uh, what what is. What is your dream ride, including mechanics, team managers, etc.? Could any you could pick and choose from any other team? Like, like what team would I put together? Is that the yeah? Question? Like, what bikes with what manager with all what? time? All like, can I pick? Sure. Can I pick anybody all time? I, yeah, sure. Why not? Oh man. Um, okay. Night. I don't even know. <laughs> I got to think about this a second. So I'm going to go. How many riders? Give me a number. How many riders do I get? Uh, let's. Let's, one each? let's let's do. I don't want one. Two each. No, let's do it like old school Honda days. You get four, four, four fifty. Like okay, yeah, four four factory Honda guys. Like, like two fifty and yeah, no, four. no, no, fa- fa- just premier class. Oh, let's wow. do, let's, I don't. That, I'm 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 facilitating this. <laughs> okay, well I'm going uh, McGrath, Ricky Carmichael. Shock, shocker that you went with McGrath. Ryan Villapoto and Kyle Chisholm. Chiz. Chiz is going to Chiz. Yeah, and we're going to ride. Well, McGrath is going to ride a 93 Honda. Okay. <laughs> uh, RC is going to ride a 06 Honda. Okay. Chiz is going to ride whatever Honda he can get his hands on because he's going to Chiz. I don't know. You do, do you want Chiz off Shut of the up, Yamaha? This is my team. <laughs> and RV is going to ride uh, his Kawasaki with red plastic. We're going to pretend it's a Honda. This is a terrible answer because I don't have any time to think about uh, it. He says, I meant if you were the rider. Oh, if I was the rider. Well, all right, we're going to have to get back into okay. that. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll come back to it, We're going to come back to this because <laughs> I don't have time, man. I I, I don't even know. <laughs> Let's get Devin on. What's up, everybody? We are back from our second commercial break of the night. Our next guest is brought to you by our title sponsor, a Cherubies USA. You know all about a Cherubies. Visit com or call 1-800-659-1440. Hit up Brian. Let him know we sent you. Don't forget, we're doing a giveaway here a little bit later after Cody Shock from a Cherubies. But tonight, a Cherubies brings us Devin Simonson. What's up, dude? What's up? How are you guys? Doing good, Thanks man. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I I met you up there at Salt Lake City at the uh, PRMX Friday night autograph okay. signing, and then I have not got right. back with you. I suck. <laughs> right, yeah. We uh, we met up there for sure. Yeah, yeah it was a good time, man. Um. So, yeah, you were riding for Team PRMX with Julian and Supercross. Let's touch on that a little bit, man. Um, how do you feel about your Supercross results? Uh, do you like Supercross better than outdoors? What are your thoughts? Um, I feel like I had a pretty good year, um, considering like it was my first year. Yeah. I was a, I mean, a rookie, obviously. Had some good results, some bad ones, but that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> that's part of it. I hit the ground a few times, so just learning. You know, that's a big thing, improving every weekend and, just trying to get better, but, um, yeah, I felt like it was a pretty good season. I think I had one top 10 with eighth place and then, uh, had like an 11, a 12, 
Yeah, the eighth was an indie, right? Indie three yeah. was your eighth. Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. You believe so? That, see, I would think like I would be like, I, there's no way I'd forget that. I don't think that's killer, man. Yeah, that's really good. Like, I mean, I was pumped on it, honestly. <laughs> sure. But I want to be, I want to be better in that top five, you know, and then podium and just keep getting better and eventually, hopefully, be winning. So, dude, I like that's that. My overall goal. With I it. like the attitude, man. That yeah, I want to be better. I love that. Talk about that team though a little bit, man. I, I've met Julian. A couple times, he seems like a really good dude. Obviously, my boy Cade's on that team, um, so I've spent some time over at the truck. But I, I think that guy really has a passion for the sport and trying to take care of you guys. Yeah, for sure. It was, uh, it was really good for, especially for my first Supercross season. Like it was a awesome team to be a part of, and I, I love being with them. And uh, yeah, so the Supercross season was good with them. And then we were hopefully trying to work something out for outdoors. Um, unfortunately, that didn't work out. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, so right now you're currently obviously racing uh, some of the outdoors with 3D racing. You're training at south of the border. Um, right. Yeah, so outdoors, man, hasn't been too bad, right? Uh, I think 21st at Bud's, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I had a DNF in the first one. Actually, they, they, they scored you as 40. Yeah, they scored so, you at 40, uh, but that's still, that's no points. So, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, then Iron I ended man. up like 19th, the second moto, which, yep. was, which was pretty good for... Um, before that, I haven't done a 30 in like a month or two. So. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, still I training. Pl- I had some time off the bike, but, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, into Ironman. I uh, had a good week. Monday, actually, I had a little digger, but it's part of it. I uh, had two good days, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then, uh, yeah, I went to Ironman. Uh, first moto, kind of lost my groove like halfway. I think I was in, honestly, like 18th or somewhere. Um, and a few guys got me like, right at the end. Just didn't have no more in it. And then uh, second moto, had a pretty good start. It was like mid-pack. And then, uh, yeah, ended up like 17th or something. So Yeah, 21-17. 21-17 right. for 19th, man. So, yeah, you got some points. Nothing, I mean, that's mm-hmm. – yeah, it's showing some potential, man. I like it. You know, and the, it was hot at Ironman. Yeah, real hot. After the first moto, like, I was telling my parents, I was like, man, this is tough. Like, that's the gnarliest track I've ever ridden. So Really? Yeah, for sure. That thing for looked sure. – we were just talking, you know, in their pre-show stuff that, like – Dylan Ferrandez complained about the wood chips, but overall, to me, that track looked like it was very racy. Like, you could pretty much, and obviously there was some slot car type stuff, but you could go in a lot, there was a lot of lines out there if you wanted to go run wide, wanted to run inside. It seemed like you could just pretty much go all over the track in a lot of the sections. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like, yeah, that too, honestly. I, I like the wood chips. It oh, okay. pretty big bumps. Okay. Um, Dylan did not like the wood chips. Yeah, I mean, it, it made the track gnarly, like some big, really big bumps. So I was uh, like, telling some of my friends back home, I was like, dude, the bumps are almost bigger than my front tire. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it caught me off guard at first practice. I came around the fr- like, first lap. I was like, dang, dude. I was like, there's only been one practice out here. <laughs> yeah, I, but it's unreal. It all good. Unreal when I go to nationals and I see what the track turns into because I'm, I'm 46 years old, man. I like the track, like, at, when they first when a private track or a public track first opens and it looks like a brownie, that's when I like it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> once once the breaking bumps get in and the ruts, I'm like, ah man, right. I got home. <laughs> I like a rough track for sure, but that's cool. I just kinda caught me off guard. Like yeah. especially I mean, there was one fifteen minute practice and there's some big bumps out there, but crazy. So, yeah, I like it. But yeah, that you know, what was what was more intense on the when you come up that huge hill and jump going up? Or Godzilla. coming, or yeah, or coming back down because visually watching y'all come back down, 
and and it looked like y'all were going sh- like straight down at a complete straight angle, and y'all were going so fast, like it looked like it was sucking y'all like uh, like through the track. Like how which which part was gnarlier, going up or coming back down? Um, I'd have to say probably. I mean, there's some like gnarly kickers going up, like potholes where it's chewed out. So I mean, that was a little sketchy for me, but I would say probably going down, yeah, because like you said, I mean. If you like, got on the downside, it was pretty hard for a 250 from the inside to like downside it. But if you got like downsided, you go down the hill pretty fast and into, like I said, some pretty big brakes bumps. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, I'd say, going down. Yeah, I, I I had a bad joke in one of our group texts, Scotty. I don't think you saw it, but I, I, when Joe Shimoda was on the podium, I was like, I really wish Ashley would ask him if the Godzilla jump reminds of him home. Oh, good god. Is that is that racist? I don't. I don't think you I can do that, man. I thought it was funny. I think Joe might think it's funny, but I don't know. Anyway, the Godzilla he might jump. take it. Take yeah. it either way. Right, right. Um, so, talk to me about south of the border, man. How long have you been training there? Is that somewhere you've been, you know, for years and working uh, with my yeah, boy so, Matty B? Uh, actually, yeah. So I've actually been there since 2012. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, I was young. <laughs> As a yet 11 years old, I believe when I first got there. Um, you know, on and off. I wasn't there so, like full time. Um, I actually went back to public school for a few years. Um, so yeah, I had a few years off there, but pretty much 2012 from uh, until now, been there. Um, I worked like Taylor Few Trail, uh, Hunter Mims, Grant Ransdell. There's been a bunch of past trainers, and then now, like you said, Matt Toth, um, and then Matt Bichelli. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know Matt Toth, but I've known Maddie B for a number of years. You know, obviously, you got to give him some. Ask him next time you see Maddie if he's ever going to be as fast as his dad, Don. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Don actually, um, he came out to Loretta's and I think Freestone and was showing me some lines around the track. It was pretty cool to see. Dude, he is so Dude. fast for an older and, and a bigger guy. I, 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 yeah, it makes sense now, though. I mean, to see where Matt, you know, he's got his speed from. And- yeah. I know, he never I went see, to any training facilities or anything. He was just staying in Texas local. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like cool. you, you, I've seen him at a, uh, ride days a couple of times around here, and you watch him, and you're like, "Oh, then you know, there's nothing." And then you get behind him, and you're like, "Yeah, don't stay behind him very long. He's gone." Like I don't know how he does it. It blows my mind. Dude, he'll do like <laughs> he'll go to like Supercross Futures, I think, and do well. Oh, there. just dominate. Yeah, yeah. he dominates everywhere. Cool. He goes. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's yeah, still ripping. Cool. I don't know about Maddie B though. I haven't talked to Matt in a while. I need to talk. I need to call him. Yeah, uh, he's doing good. Yeah, so give me a little bit of your background, man. Where'd you grow up? How'd you get into moto? Uh, you know, when'd you start racing? Let's talk about that. Uh, so I actually got my first dirt bike when I was like four years old. Um, I didn't really take it serious. So I'd say like, yeah, 12. My dad was like, if you want to race dirt bikes, we'll do it right. And uh, we actually moved and started living in a camper for like a few years in South Carolina. And I uh, started training at South of the Border in about 2012. And then just kind of took off from there um yeah he whenever I first got my first dirt bike he I didn't know how to write my name at the time uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he's like you learn how to write your name and I'll get you a bike so he took me to the, the Honda dealership every day and so I figured out how to do it and finally I got it done. that's cool motivation yeah, got me a bike yeah. And, yeah for sure yeah I think I got like Star Wars action figures for that kind of stuff I didn't get a dirt bike yeah and then uh after so I actually got like a Honda 50 for my first bike and then after that uh he got me like a KTM Junior 50, whatever, uh, and actually sat in the garage for a few years. My my mom wouldn't let me get on it. She, was, she didn't want me to be, I guess, a dirt biker. <laughs> yeah. Once you started but, uh, doing it serious, how she, did she uh, start? Did she come around? She start supporting? Oh it? yeah, she yeah she loves it. Nice. Yeah. So. 
What it's are cool, uh, what are some of your best memories of racing as youth? You know, like was it friends? You know, maybe certain races. What What do you remember the most? Yeah, so I like grew up um, in the Indiana area. Yeah, like racing the District Seventeen races and probably just doing all that like with the family. You know, there's nothing really better. Loading up every weekend, you get out of school Friday, your parents pick you up in the camper, you go racing on the weekends, and you come back Monday or Sunday night. Got to be at school the next morning, you know what I mean? That's always really cool, and just hang out with family on the weekends. It's probably the best. Yeah, that's that's the that's the typical answer, man. Really, it's about yeah. family and friends, and yeah, and then yeah. maybe it becomes a career, but that's really that's really right. where it all goes back to. I was gonna say that's how it all starts. Yeah, so, I mean, just about anybody, really. I'd say. Awesome. So, you know, looking back on this year, now that you're your first year as pro, um, what has been the coolest thing, whether it's, you know, like an ex- something you specifically did or just what you've noticed about the pros, what's been the coolest thing to you looking back on this first year? Uh, I mean, the top 10 was obviously really cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty cool, man. Up there with these guys, like on the end, like, uh, I actually believe that weekend I got third in the heat race, like the Colt Nichols and Christian Craig, and I came on the track and I, I was telling like my girlfriend and some some other people. I was like, dude, that's crazy. Like I look up to like I've been watching these people race since I was, you know, 11, 12 years old, and like I'm right there with them now. Like pulling, you know what I mean? Getting starts with them and running up there with them for a few laps. That was that was really cool, probably. And yeah, like I said, that like getting getting the whole shot and like I look over and it's Christian Craig next to me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those things, but I totally get that, man. I've had a, a number of like. You know the uh, whether it be rookies or some of the privateers are like, holy crap! I'm lined up next to so and so, and like you have yeah. to figure out how to put that out of your head after you know, maybe the first round or the second round you're right. kind of that way, but then you got to be like, all right, it's just another dude on a dirt bike. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eventually, you learn that you know you're one of those dudes. If you're there, it's for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean, you're one of those guys, so. dude. If like to me, if you can make a night show, uh, like not even if you you know make the main, if you can make a night show or an outdoor national you're just a bad mother effer <laughs> yeah for sure yeah yeah so what are your do you have plans for 22 or are you locked into anything uh no so i'm not, actually i'm not locked into anything i'm um, talking to a few people but nothing really locked in as of now i'm just going to finish out the outdoors okay um, paula and Hangtown with 3d bill deal and that crew over there and then yeah just started riding supercross i think probably a few weeks after okay take probably a week off or so let my hands heal up hands are pretty shot from the past few weekends <laughs> just like blisters yeah 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 Oof. yeah yeah man. gotta rock the rock, gotta rock the grip donuts man i won't ride yeah, without them I got, I got, <laughs> yeah even my palms and stuff are really bad i've been rubbing vaseline on them and it's tough yeah. You got to ride this week too, so it's, you can't just let them heal, you know. Right? Yeah. And do you work during the week, or are you? I mean, are you at South of the Border every day? Yeah, I'm South of the Border every day. Pretty okay. Much. Um, right on. Actually, I drove to Indy, so uh, I didn't get back. I ended up leaving Sunday morning, so I didn't get back till late last uh, Sunday night. Gotcha. I didn't ride yesterday, but rode today at South of the Border, and plan on riding there tomorrow, and then fly out Thursday. So, Cali. Yep, yeah. Cali bound for the first time. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Well, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. dude. Yeah, like I was born in California, but we're in Texas now, and like South SoCal at the beaches. That's my one of my favorite places in the world. And you're probably gonna miss out on that. But yeah, dude. That's yeah. You're gonna be up in Sacramento, but I'll I'll be at the Hangtown race. So I'll definitely have to come by and say hi. But yeah, you need to visit SoCal when you get a chance. Go to the beach. Get out in that yeah. cold ass surf. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I always want to come out there and ride. Just hit all the tracks out there, but I've never. It's kind of far from the 
from the house. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a drive for a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, going into this off season and getting ready for next year, which, you know, uh, what, what is, what is some of the, some of the other investments that you've done into your career that you're getting into this off season to help get you to where you want to be next year? Um, so, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm an investment. I'm about to go buy a Yamaha 250 so I can start getting ready for Supercross. Um, I've just been practicing on the 450. Yeah. Um, from Yamaha Lumberton, they helped me out a lot. I'm um, just a shop up in North Carolina. That's local to me. Um, but yeah, I'm about to go buy a Yamaha. I guess use some of my money from Supercross. So practicing. So. That's yeah. That's great. That's I, an investment. I was actually looking yeah. at buying a Blue Crew too. And then I ended up buying a house instead, but I I still want one. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Devin, man, it's uh, yeah, it's really good to finally get you on here. I'm sorry that it took me so long, dude. That's that's on me. Um, I need to stay in touch with you, man. And as Supercross comes around, we'll maybe get you back on and talk about that coming up. Because um, yeah, I definitely love having the the privateers on here and the guys like yourself that are you know busting your butts to make this happen. For sure, thank you. I appreciate having me on. Yeah. Yeah, anytime, man. Just if you got anything, you know, if you, you get your uh, 22 figured out, let me know, dude. We'll get you back on. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, as of now, just privateer. Uh, hopefully, I've been talking to Bill some and a few other people, so hopefully get something worked out here in the near future. But like I said, as of now, I'm about to go uh, buy Yamaha 250F and just start practicing Supercross and just be ready for whatever comes. Heck yeah, man. Awesome. Well, great talking to you. Thanks so so much for your time, and we'll talk to you soon, bud. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Okay, take care. All right, we're good. Sorry. I'll stay. I'll stay current. I would okay. want. Well, we're doing the team thing still. Yeah, we'll do the, go back to that. You put me on the spot. I had nowhere yeah, else to I, go. Sorry, the, the, <laughs> the software. I hit when I was hanging up. I I stopped the recording, so I needed you to you oh, know, okay. talk. And then you. yeah, sorry. Technical issues, man. Hey, Steve has had technical issues for weeks and weeks in a row, so I don't feel so bad about technical issues anymore. But go ahead. Dude, this your... this stuff, like I'm not. I haven't even scratched the like. I'm not even like one of the hairs on the skin. Like I'm not even a, like in the surface of doing this yet, and it is complicated. Like Dude. it scares yeah, me coming if, up to this computer. I don't even want to touch a button. If you're on YouTube right now. Put that wide camera on the wide shot. It's on. Okay, so you've got a laptop there. Yeah, you've got a second laptop there. Yeah, you've got a monitor there. That, yeah, that I'm not even We're using not because using it doesn't right work. I've got a laptop. <laughs> I've got a laptop for software. I've got the board. I even phone. have all that, and I still have to use my phone to check stuff. Camera here, camera there, camera there. And Steve has himself yeah. and Mark's. But he talent. also has somebody that's not even hardly talking. They're doing that yeah, the whole yeah. time. So we're trying to do a lot of things at once to yeah. make this better, but it's still. Do it. <laughs> do what? Someone said you blew it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that's a good drop. Um, okay. Give your team real quick. Okay. Because we, we've got uh, Cody Shock ready to go, but go ahead. I guess this kind of already is a team, but I would say. I would say, uh, well, I guess it's not technically a team. Uh, Jet and Hunter on Hondas? No, if I was the rider. If I'm the I'll rider, I, yeah. Okay. So if I was the rider, yeah. I would want I would want TLD gear. Uh, hey, you, you know we have a show sponsor. I know, but this they want. Okay, so I have to say, I have to fly change racing. my, I have to change my, no, you, you I, be, bought, I already honest, said that I bought fly racing gear today because it does support the show. This ahead. is, I'm TLD, getting paid, I'm getting paid to wear gear, at least, the gear I want to wear. FXR. But it's your team. Okay. It's your team. Go ahead. I like I said. I bought fly gear today. So all right. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, full price fly gear. So, so I, I bought it. I'm I'm committed. But anyways, I would pick TLD gear on a KTM. Okay. And I would want um, uh, I can't think um, I can't radio. think of his name. 
Yeah, great radio. Sorry, I'm trying to think. I would want. Um, he used to be Huskies uh, team manager. Hunter, uh, no. Oh, he was a team owner. Team owner, yeah. Uh, um, wow, yeah. You yeah. said Hewitt, and that threw me. Hewitt, yeah. Uh, Bobby Hewitt. Bobby Hewitt. Yeah, and I would want Hunter him, I would want him yeah. as my team manager. Okay, all right. Um, oh, man. I'm going to go Yamaha's right now because I, I really did like that, two, that 450 that I destroyed before I destroyed it. I would rather say that I'd like to test ride all the bikes to to, to get an idea, but I'll, for now I'm going to go Yamaha's. I'm going to be on a 250 though. 250F? Yeah, I'm going to go 250. Dude, the 450 damn near killed me the last few times I rode it. Um, my team manager. Can I have Kiefer? <laughs> yeah. No, I'll go Will Hahn. Just just don't let. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to go Will Hahn. Kiefer's going to be my riding coach. Yeah, uh, there you go. That's a good one. Um, Mathis is not allowed at the truck. No, not even for press. No, only Weege and Anton. So basically, we're at Jason Anderson. <laughs> oh, Jason's my teammate. Jason's your teammate. Yeah, Jason's my teammate because Jason's fun. And Dino's my teammate. Oh, and Chiz is my teammate. Man, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's that's what I got for now. I don't know. That's a hard like that's hard to come up with stuff right off the bat like that. You know, yeah, that's cool. There's so many different cool options, right? I mean, I, 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 there's a lot of good options, and and I'm getting Vanessa back as our PR um, as PR. Yep, Vanessa's coming back. She can have half my salary. <laughs> uh, let's get Cody Shock on. This show is not going well. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, what? What was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No. No, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, built performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams underscore Moto W-E-R-X. Or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X Pod show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, trust Fly Racing. There simply is no better. What's up, guys? This is the 70s trade out of Entercam. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, 
They are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AcherbyUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440, and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo sent you. Next up, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles has grown into a choice goggle company for many of the top privateers. I mean, come on, guys. Cal Chisholm. What else do you need to know? XBrand.com or hit up your local dealership. WPS is uh, supplying them. Go get the new Lucid. Tonight, X-Brand Goggles brings us from the FXR Chaparral Honda team, Cody Shock. What's up, dude? Dude, just another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. I love it. Bro, you were really, like, other than the top, like Dylan Ferrandis and the guys that are leading the championship, you are the talk of the industry right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy, honestly. I I don't really have any words for it, um, other than that it's pretty cool. Um, it, it's nothing's really changed. It's just happening. Like I said, I don't I don't really know what is really? up, but it's yeah. I mean, I I guess it's just a little bit more guidance in life and okay. What, doing, explain that guidance from what um just how we approach the day i mean knowing what we're gonna do that day um usually like for instance like if i go to a practice track i just would usually ride i wouldn't ever really have like a schedule where nowadays i show up and i have a schedule okay and we just follow that schedule and that's it and Everything that we do is for a purpose, and I've started to realize late, like a lot lately that everything that we do during the week does translate into the weekend. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just been a little different, and I mean, it's working for me. So, yeah, well, very fortunate. Everything you just said is like you, you said. I mean, that's that's important, man. That that's really. It may not seem like it, but that's major change. Uh, it is. That's major, dude. And it, did some of that come from Michael Lindsay or somebody else in your corner, or just yourself nah. deciding I got to do something different? No, that was that was from uh, my mechanic. Okay, uh, Tony Archer. <laughs> I he, like Tony. Yes. Yeah, Tony. He's he's like a brother to me. I mean, we were we were best friends before he even started before we even started working together. And uh, everything that Tony does is for a purpose, and he's drilled that into me, and I understand it now. So he's he's been the biggest factor for me this year. That's really cool. You guys, yeah, you and Tony have gotten quite a bit of uh, TV time in the last couple of weeks. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty cool too. We we know that Tony's about to have a baby. That and that's that's pretty cool that they've been. Uh, I like that they're highlighting. So we say this all the time, and a lot of that is weeds and the weed show, but I wish they would do more stuff with guys like yourself uh, and and guys like Cade Clayson or whatever. Show more stuff with you guys and get your personalities exposed and get the fans knowing who the the guys that aren't in first place are, on the podium are, man. I think it's so important, and it's been cool to see you get some of that. Along with the the success just in writing, uh, it's I think it's, it's, I, I kind of called you and you probably heard this before. Like you're like a modern day Weston Pike. 
Yeah. Yeah. Going, going back to what you said about, um, everyone having a story like, no, I, I completely agree with you because what, what kind of bothers me at times is a lot of fans with this, uh, with that are within our sport, they see, they, they, they make an opinion of somebody off of their actions on the track. Right. Yep. And sometimes their actions aren't who they really are. It's just, that's the, that's a racing incident. Um, whereas if you were to really get to know us, like we're all normal people, we're all genuine. Um, like with like Cade, for instance, like you just said, like Cade's a really good dude. Yeah, he is. Cade, Cade's an awesome guy. Like he's honestly willing to talk to anybody. And I feel like the fans need to realize that like there's there's more of us out there than what they think. And my thing is like everybody deserves respect um, until they give me a reason not to, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely been cool to get our story out there, and like everyone has a story. Yes, and we all we all have a different path, but we all end up on the same gate, and that's like I said this before. I, that's what I love about the sport; it's so diverse. But um, yeah, no, the whole like Weston Pike thing—it's it is it is different. I mean, there's not many people that have like been on that path. Yeah. And I I guess I'm on it and I mean it's it's pretty cool honestly. Yeah, it's not exactly the same story, but it's a guy that maybe people didn't really know about and you're out there fighting your way through the big money the the guys making a ton of money and you're being competitive and I know Scotty you had a question. I apologize for mm-hmm. jumping in, but I know like some people can say, "Well, you know, uh Cody only finished here because so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so are out, right? But you're out there fighting, and you're getting closer lap time-wise every freaking weekend. I don't know if you saw the post that Weeds put up the other day. I did. Okay, so for anybody that didn't see it, he was trying to dispel the theory that, well, Cody is only doing better because Barsha wasn't there, and it really isn't that much better. It just He put up a, a lap times or times behind the leader at the end of the race. And at high point, Moto 1, you're a minute 48 behind. Moto 2, a minute 53 behind. At Ironman, you're a minute 13 behind Moto 1 and then 55 seconds behind Moto 2. And I was texting with Weege, and he's like, I didn't really check any other lap times. I could be completely wrong. Maybe it was a fluke. And I looked up a bunch of them, and somewhere on my notes... Oh, here I go. So check this out. Uh, Redbud... You were two minutes behind in Moto One, two minute two point oh two behind in Moto Two. That's Red Bud. Washugal, two minutes and three seconds behind, a minute thirty behind Moto Two. Unadilla, a minute twenty seven and a minute forty two. Bud's a minute uh, and a minute forty two. You know there there might have been some bad laps in there, but like my point is, every week you're getting a little closer and a little closer. It doesn't matter if there's five guys between you and the leader or 10 guys, your lap times are getting faster and faster and faster every week. Yeah, it's, uh, it has been crazy because, um, what's weird is I've been finding that I've been stronger in the second moto than the first moto. I don't know why. Um, usually with a lot of people, it's the other way around. 
Um, but yeah, like it's, I guess the easiest way to explain it is we've just been building all season. Like how I was building in Supercross, I'm just building in outdoors and I'm just taking everything that I learned from that one race and bringing it into the next one. And that's what I'm going to be doing for when we go back into this off season for Supercross. Like I'm just going to take everything I learned and just do it again, but if not better. Um, but no, that, that, it was nice that we did that because yeah. I got that a lot. <laughs> I, a lot of people are coming off to me and I was like, you know what? Like I get that. But don't don't try to rain on my parade because <laughs> exactly. But because I was like, think about it. Every year there's guys out, right? Yeah. And it it sucks to say that, but it happens. And regardless, you got to be in it to win it. And some of the guys that are out have been out in the past, so you can't. That's not really like a valid argument. No, now, I don't think so either. And when we did that like that was cool because it shows number wise that yes i am improving absolutely man yeah i think yeah i hope i hope that most of the people saw that it's hard to say who saw it and if they'll even accept it but i think the true fans the people that really understand the sport will see that go ahead scotty i know i interrupted you i'm sorry no you're good um so you know we were talking about you kind of you know you, you said you used the example of weston pike earlier and, and it seems like every year there's that one guy and and now it's given you this opportunity. You, I think you're that guy this year that's some kind of surprised. And I was one of my questions is to ask if you've exceeded your expectations for the year. And now that it's a little noisier, let's say with all the media and extra stuff, how how does that affect you for next year? And do you like how do you feel about this opportunity? And, and what can you what do you think you can do with it? I, uh, I mean, I've definitely exceeded my expectations for this year. Uh, going in the supercross i was supposed i was told that as long as i get top 15 that's 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 good like yeah. that's progress okay and then for me to get ninth overall in the west coast series like that's huge and then coming in the outdoors i mean i got a 10th overall last year and that was my bar was to get another 10th and nice i I did that. We got the tenth, and then we got the ninth, and then we got the sixth. And it's like that's that's it's crazy. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, definitely I definitely did exceed my expectations. And with the whole media, um, yes, there's a lot more of it, but I don't I don't let it affect me in any way. Um, I, me personally. I, I never let those things get to my head. I just, I appreciate the amount of support that I get. Uh, growing up, I've never been the one to be all about the spotlight. Yeah. I've kind of just accepted like for w- whatever comes at me. And I think that's just me. I, I've always tended to be like a very humble person growing up. And it's because my, my parents drilled into me to appreciate everything that is like not given to you, but like what comes at you. Yeah. Whatever comes your way. Yeah. Yeah. Good parenting. Yeah. And that's, that's, I still live by that. So with all the media, I'm not like, Oh yeah, I'm finally getting all this. It's me personally. It's like, okay, this is cool. Like 
people finally get to know who I am and appreciate for what I have to offer. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a very, uh, I'm a, I'm a people person. So like I, if you ride or don't ride, I don't care. Like if you want to have a good conversation, like I'm always down to chat. Um, so no, that's, that's definitely been pretty cool lately. Just, uh, all the, so- all the social media love that I've been getting lately. Um, and it doesn't, I don't really let it add pressure for next year. Um, I, obviously like everyone is setting expectations for me and yeah. I respect, I respect that because y- every year you should get better. You should make some type of improvement. And I know that if I just have fun, that it'll come. Uh, cause even, even this year, like when people are like, Oh, you got the 10th, what are you going to Are you going to get eighth? And then I got ninth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they're like, okay, you got, can you do better? And then I got the six. They're like, okay, you going to do top five. I'm like, <laughs> just, just let me rob a dirt bike. Right. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, yeah. I, I was like, I don't, I don't let that stuff get to me because okay. when you start worrying about that, then you start, uh, you, you lose focus. And I'm yep. just like, you know Good what? Point. Just let me have fun. And when I have fun, that's when I ride my best. And it's why we started dirt bikes in general is because it was fun. So, um, obviously I set expectations for myself and I expect to ride a certain way, but riding that certain way is me having fun. And I know I sound like a broken record, but that's, that's just the easiest way to explain it. Yeah, I think that's pretty important in what we do. And we see that in a lot of riders. If you're not having fun, man, the, the mental stress of the sport can just break you down. Um, talk about Michael Lindsay a little bit. Uh, you know, I think if I'm being honest, I expected Carson Mumford to be probably had the best results of the team. I don't I don't know if that's universal through everybody, but I, you know, I, I Carson's one of my buddies. He has not had a great year. Um, you know, obviously he's mentally, he's stressed about it right now. Uh, but I feel like also Michael Lindsay, he struggled last year with the team, and this year, like your results, have probably been—I mean, obviously, literally been the highlight of his team uh, ownership and everything. What's it been like working with him, and you know his support and and what he does for you? Yeah, no, it's uh, let's start with the Carson. I mean, Carson, with all respect, was supposed to have the better results so yeah. i get why you think that um but we all know like everyone has that year and carson that technically to me like in my opinion this was his full rookie year that's true and you learn a lot and i know carson will be successful the kid has a, an insane amount of natural talent and he he'll be good um if i were him i wouldn't be stressing it I mean, things happen and everything happens for a reason. So I believe Carson's going to be successful and he's going to come out swinging and not prove everybody wrong because it, nobody is really wrong. You know, yeah. it's just his, his time just hasn't come and he's still developing. Um, but working, working with Michael, it's been awesome. I mean, the dude is literally willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that his guys are out at that race on the line, yep. putting in the results and having the best amount of, you know, like equipment available. 
and there is definitely no lack of trying. Um, and he's knowledgeable. He's so smart about the technical side of the bike. Yeah, no, Michael definitely definitely knows his uh, his craft work. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely been nice. I mean, it's. I mean, shoot, we wouldn't. I wouldn't even be here right now if it wasn't for him because of starting this team. Uh, I would probably honestly have a regular job living on the East coast still, or yeah. still be in that full blown privateer in the motorhome or the sprinter van going to each race. Like it's crazy. Michael, Michael has definitely opened up a lot of opportunities for me Good to hear. and I'll, I'll forever be thankful for that. Um, but no, having, having him on board is, it's, it's, it's huge for this team. Fantastic. Uh, so whether, whether it's been, the a track condition or weather or maybe a personal adversity that you were fighting through that weekend. What what has been the gnarliest race for you this outdoor season? Mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I don't really want to say like. Uh, I don't really want to say Ironman or Buds because they yes they were the hottest and they were the races that had the most amount of humidity. At, those rounds. Um, but me personally, I felt like it was spring Creek. Uh, that was tough for me. I don't know why. Uh, I just, I mean, yeah, I went fast in practice and even in the motos, like I was going a decent pace, but I just felt like I was struggling in general. Um, so I, that in Thunder Valley, Thunder Valley, like I was strong overall, but the having the elevation, You'd, I definitely felt it in that second moto. Um, so I'd probably say those are like the two rounds where I felt like I've suffered the most. But obviously we have two more rounds to go. So uh, we'll see. Hopefully hopefully I don't struggle the last two rounds. Right. I feel like I, I'm in a way better position now, mentally and physically. Um, but yeah, I mean, so honestly, it, I'd probably say Spring Creek and uh, Thunder Valley. Yeah, Thunder Valley seems like it's just the whole day is just weird. Like the track's kind of weird, the elevation's kind of weird. It, yeah, I was there in seventeen, and it was yeah, just walking around like that elevation to kick your butt when you're not in shape, like myself. I'm sure it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was I was walking up the steps into the hotel, and I was out of breath. Come exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Now Millville Spring Creek though that place. Man, I don't know. That's that's one of my favorite facilities. It, I've I feel ever like been it to. looks fun, but once you're like actually riding it, it's probably like holy. Christ. I raced amateur day twice there, and it's a lot of fun. It get it got pretty ruddy the last time I was there. It always rains. Like the, the two times I went, it would rain like the day of the first amateur day, and it get pretty sloppy. But man, that's a that's a fun place, and it's beautiful. Oh yeah, both both tracks are an absolute blast. I mean, yeah. for me this year, this was my first time going to Thunder Valley. Okay, ever this yeah. year, so that was um, a whole new experience. And then with Millville, I've always tended to really get good starts there, and that was like I think my third time ever being there. Gotcha. So it's I mean it's still fairly new, but I have more of a um a background with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, you mentioned a minute ago, like you could have a long conversation or are there, are you a guy that likes to sit down and just like, do you have topics that really interest you? Okay. So I, I, where I'm going with this is we see when we watch the race on Saturday, they do all the, what are you into? And everybody's into golf, but are you a guy that could sit down and talk about 
I don't know, pick a topic, Scotty, like uh, the weather, the climate change, or what, like you can just sit and talk about other things besides the sport of moto and oh yeah, golf. And like, you know, like, I, I like to talk about music or maybe movies or, or something more important. I know, is that something you like, is that like something you really look forward to? Is it a good conversation? Yeah. I mean, it's one thing that's hard is like our life is revolved around moto. Exactly. So we're always going to talk about moto. It's just the, um, the length of time that you talk about it. I like to keep it short Yep. because when we're at the track, it's one thing, but when you're like away from the track, you talk about what you got to talk about. And then it's like, okay, there's more to life than dirt bikes. Right. Absolutely. I'm all about talking about, like you said, music, movies, movies crack me up. I mean, I'm terrible (laughs) with movies. I just remember the one liners. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I get made fun of because I never remember the, the titles of the movies or like the actors in it. <laughs> sure, so, sure. All my friends give me a hard time about it and it's pretty funny. But okay. no, there's there's definitely I mean, honestly anything I'm down to talk about. Okay. You mentioned music a minute ago and I'm a big well, I, I'm very narrow minded in what music I like, but what kind of music do yeah, you like? Hang on, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh me personally, I I can do honestly anything besides like jazz. Okay. I, I mean, I, I'm that type of person that I could be in the car and be listening to country oh. and then straight up turn it to rock okay. or hip hop or rap. Like, Wait a second. Do you, do you have a problem with jazz being unwantedly played around you? No, I just, <laughs> I just don't find myself like being Digging in tune it. with it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Dude, jazz musicians are so good, but I feel what you're saying, man. Yeah. They, I mean, I, I, okay. Let's let's rewind that. I respect what they do. Sure, because I, I get it. It's what they're capable of is unreal. Yeah, but just the vibe it carries, it's just it's just not not for me. That's, That's how all. I feel about country. I despise. Okay. I see you. Music. You were you were born in in Cali. Yeah. Uh, wait, where he you were you were raised kind of East Coast? Is that you're more northern or kind of southern? Uh, I'm I'm in the Northeast. Northeast. Okay. Well, um, growing up in Texas, they, it was country is just kind of in my roots. I'm not even country at all, but I, I sometimes I find a yeah. reason to listen to country music. Yeah, whatever. Just got too much Cali in your dark side. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a hard rock metalhead. But anyway, um, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, um, get, we had I did yeah. uh, a user question wanted to. I'm sorry, a user, you, a user YouTube, a, yeah, YouTube, a video question wanted to know what uh. They said they used to watch you ride at Snake Creek, and they just kind of maybe some memories from from riding there growing up. Oh man, that that's my spot. <laughs> okay, where's this? What kind of track is it? Kind of you know, um, it's kind of like it's kind of like um, in the woods. It's not. It's it's like it's, the track was built through the woods, but it's pretty open now. Um, and it's kind of like a black sand with a a little bit of clay in it uh yeah that's that's just my spot i I, i'm not one to say like if i were to win a national it would be there but (laughs) i mean i definitely in the running oh yeah yeah i mean the amount of laps that i spent there yeah are just dumb i don't know if i want to ride anywhere called snake creek i mean if you go down are you gonna get like attacked Oh, no, it's fine. You just <laughs> you just throw the snake. Okay. Or, or just <laughs> yeah. run it over. Yeah, run it over. 
that's great. Can, there's been so many times where I'll be doing like I'll just be out there riding, and a snake's crossing the track, and you just run it over. It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> wait, so it actually it, does have a lot of snakes. I, I don't know if you're joking or. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, like I'm actually being serious. Like it's it's every once in a while. Yeah. It, the obviously with the track being built, the snakes have kind of gone away. Okay. Um, but when it was like being first developed, no, like it, it there was straight up snakes in the creek. That's, and that's that happens funny. around it's here like, too. Like though. water snakes. Yeah, that happens around here. Like if we, uh, Scotty, if we go up to where Kirk, who owns uh, Extreme Colors, yeah. him painting his track, you'd be out there, and there'll be like a, a copperhead on the track. Yeah. Or he's got gators in the pond down the hill, so Oof. yeah, you just never know. Yeah, that's, that's funny though, because when he said Snake Creek, I was like, oh, it's it, it's like a it track that like snakes a snake? through a creek, yeah, but no, actually, there's literally snakes. That's kind of what I thought. I was joking when I asked about snakes, but apparently it's a thing. <laughs> apparently it's a real thing. That's awesome. I mean, there's there's more too. I mean, there's, sure, there's sure. turtles in there. Turtles, uh, <laughs> turtles lives matter, man. A, sometimes there's a dead deer that got uh, hit on the road, you yeah, know, and yeah. it's in there, but. That's, that's that's besides the point. That sounds like our our East Texas area. I I feel, I feel what you're saying, man. Well, Cody, man, uh, man, it's been great finally getting a chance to talk to you. It's I mean, I think I feel like I talked to you earlier in the year at one of the Supercrosses, but um, yeah, I haven't had a chance to get you on the show yet. So, oh, you got something we, else? We a uh, listener um brought up a topic that I tend to agree with. Okay, he, his name he needs to get a shock socks promotion. He, oh. You need you need you need he doesn't to know what shock socks is. It's but, got his name on it. We, we, we hook it up, Dark Side. Hey, there's there's so many things that, that I could do with my last name. And yeah, I I promise you something something will happen. I'm uh, surprised that Weech hasn't come up with some shocking name. Oh, well, they your... they were they have said that on like the review show, and then okay. uh, Randy Richardson was in Studio and Pulp, I think last week. Yeah, and they were they were doing like all these electrical. <laughs> innuendos you know and i i think i sent in it, it's shocking how good he was and they're like yeah that's that's not good enough because they they yeah. were coming up with way better ones than i had so. um the, the so weege came up with he was like hey like he put me on the spot too and i'm, I'm honestly surprised i came up with this one on the spot because i'm not very good at it yeah but uh he was like hey what do, what do we call like all the shock fans and i was like you know what like you know like the fans like to do like the wave and like in the crowd why don't we do like shockwave? I like and, it. Yeah, Wait, does everybody I mean, just throw up the shocker. Or? I mean, hey, I'm down for that. Honestly, Ooh. it is what it is. A-, a Ray would be a fan if you could use the shocker. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He's team sketch. Yeah, you can <laughs> yeah. make a sketchy shocker yeah. shirt. Yeah, he probably he probably could hear me say that too. Exactly. He's right probably calling you house. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's embraced the sketch, so that's cool. <laughs> Well, Scott, uh, Cody, man, thanks for, for coming on, man. It's really, it's been awesome watching you, you know, just, uh, you know, grow and, and get better. And I hope it continues, man. I can't wait to see how Supercross goes. And it's just, it's been really cool, man. I love the fact that guys that didn't grow up with, you know, the hype and all the money coming in and like you're, you're making a showing and really, fuck, you're, you're working your ass off. It's awesome. Yeah, no, I uh, I appreciate for you having me on the show. Uh, I'm, I've been looking forward to doing this, and uh, no, I appreciate the support and yeah. you guys always watching and re- rooting for me. Of course, uh, it it definitely adds motivation. So. I was really worried that with especially with your best result of the year that Mathis was going to try to steal you for last night for the show, and. Uh-huh. Man, I was I was like, you know, it would be good for you because, honestly, he gets way more 
um, viewers and, and listeners than we do. But I was like, God, don't ask him, don't ask him, don't ask him. And so I was like waiting for Monday afternoon when he posts his lineup, and I was like, come on, don't be Cody, don't be Cody. <laughs> so I was rooting against you for the Pulp Show last night, though. That's funny. <laughs> um, and before I let you go, we're, we're doing a giveaway. Don't answer this question, Cody. Okay. For our archive listeners, our YouTube listeners, I need you to email me the answer to this next question, uh, motoxpodshow at gmail.com. If you guys want to win in a Cherbies chain slider and uh, chain, chain, chain guide and slider kit, I want to know what Cody's best Loretta Lynn's result ever was, his best finishing position. And it's sort of a trick question. You'll have to look into it. And you'll figure out why. But you email me the answer, and we'll pick a winner for an Acherby's Chain Guide and Slider Kit. Uh, yeah, bet, uh, Cody's best Loretta Lynn's result. What year, what class? Like I said, it's uh, a trick question. You know? Do you know the answer, funny. Cody? This is funny. Oh, yeah. Do you know why it's a trick question, I guess? Uh, I, is it the way you word it? No. It, well, it, there might not be one answer. Okay. <laughs> okay, so hopefully I don't have my info wrong. Yeah, I'm trusting you. I'll don't text, looking text, at me. Cody, I'll text you after what, afterwards and see if maybe I'm off. But I looked at the results, so hopefully I'm not. You guys do your research. Send me the email, motoxpodshow at gmail.com. We'll pick a winner. Other than that, Cody, dude, thanks for coming on, man. And I'll see you at Hangtown. Heck yeah, I look forward to it. All right, buddy, thank you. All right, you guys take, take care. care. All right, Cody Shock. So, yeah, this is, that's a that's a cool that's a cool dude, man. I'm. I'm glad we got to talk to him, and uh, yeah. he's definitely. I was already kind of watching him. I li- I always like the guy that kind of is this. Uh, well, no pun intended. Are you serious? That beep. I had the thing muted, and as soon as I turn it back on, it still beeps. Sorry. I I always kind of like watching the guy that shocks everybody in the 450. <laughs> okay. So it was cool. Just I I love watching you know him through the season, and now I'm definitely uh, going to be one of the guys I watch for. He's he's a cool, dude. And I yeah. Like, I like how he presents himself. Oh, uh, while, I'm texting him real quick. While so. we're while we're filling air, I don't know if you noticed, but we had Levi on the week before. The Steve, Levi Kitchen, yeah. Yes, and he pretty much verbatim. I know he didn't listen to our show and steal my question. Obviously, I know that, but he pretty much verbatim asked a question, asked Levi a question that I asked him, and a week before, so he was late to the punch. I, we we beat him to it, and I just. I had, I had to I had to put it out. Okay. There. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um Okay, so we're going to we're going to go to another commercial break and we're going to come back with Derek Kelly for the Fly Racing Derek Kelly check-in. Yep. And that'll be our last guest and that we'll be right back. We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, Blood Lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines, so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their Chain Lube, Two-Stroke Premix, PolyClean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. 
No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're anything like me, you remember in the late 80s and the 90s, all the cool custom-painted helmets. Jeremy McGrath, Damon Bradshaw, Jeff Emick, all the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom-painted helmet. I was always envious. I mean, I knew I'd at least look faster with a custom lid. Now you, too, can be like your favorite riders. Be one of the cool kids. Kirk Hunter from Extreme Colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered. For only $395, you can have a one-of-a-kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com and follow them on Instagram at at extremecolors, that's X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X Pod Show sent you, as always. We're getting closer to the end of the show, so I know everybody's super, super bummed. But before we go, we have our Fly Racing Derek Kelly check-in coming up. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. This year, the 2022 line is out. Go to your local dealerships, buy a Formula helmet, buy some Kinetic Mesh, buy some Evo, buy a little bit of everything, buy some of the light. That is my favorite line. Uh, Scotty, you bought some... Today you said yeah, I bought for motorsport. Uh, the the me- kinetic mesh, kinetic mesh is good. Yeah, yeah, I it's hot. That's good out here in East Texas. But we're doing our fly racing. Derek Kelly check in. DK man, a couple rough weekends for you, buddy. Yeah, you know how it goes. It's it's ups <laughs> and downs. <laughs> yeah, so you two uh, two rounds. Well, now three rounds ago, you had the concussion. You yep. missed a round for concussion protocol. Came back this weekend at Ironman. And man, I, honestly, dude, first turn crash at in Moto One and rip through the damn pack. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was setting up to be a good day. I mean, um, was it my no pressure? Of, was it my pressure from the text I sent you? It might have been just a uh, bad voodoo or something. I don't sorry, know, I mean, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, all the all the fantasy players can blame me. Yeah, blame but, blame Dark Side. Yeah, man. But okay, so yeah, what happened in the crash? Because I saw it. At the at the in the corner of the TV, yeah, barely. But you really couldn't tell what happened. They never really went back to it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I honestly had the best jump I've had all year long. Uh, of course, I. <laughs> yeah, it was. I I ripped it. I was up in there. I was setting up for probably a top ten start for sure, maybe even top five. But uh, I came into that first turn. I tucked in behind uh, Bolin, and then uh, I just got together with another guy, and we went down together. Man, okay. Well, I'm glad it wasn't Max because I'd have to call Max and, and well, actually, I had Max on my team too. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But you, dude, it was funny, and I know you really do not care about fantasy, right? Most of you guys, the most riders are annoyed by it, probably. But I watched the race with the race on my TV, and I opened Pulp Fantasy on my laptop, and there's a little chat room. So if you're part of it, you yeah. can get on there and you can talk. And man, you were first of all, you were the highest pick trend of the weekend, I believe. I think you were oh, like no. a 44% pick trend. So a lot of people are mad, obviously, right? They're all complaining. Yeah. They're like, dude, so many of us picked him. It doesn't really matter. We're all going right. to affect us anyway. But all these guys are like, 
oh my god he went down i can't believe it I'm like just just watch just watch he's coming yeah. i promise you he's coming through the pack and you right. started ripping through the pack and everybody was getting excited so like <laughs> i think it's cool man i mean like i think because people pick you in fantasy they know more about you right they're they're watching right. you and they're following you and they're involved and it I think it's a good thing for guys like you. I know you don't need to care exactly. about it, but I think it's good. No, that's that's what I what I uh, feel. It, it's probably the best thing that's happened to privateers since ever. Nice. I mean, it's just it, it gains a, a lot of support for us, you know, because because they don't always. I mean, the factory guys are always gonna win the races or whatever, but um, if we do good, it it really shows and people notice it more with uh, fantasy. Yeah, have you noticed like a, a more follows throughout? You know, because you're doing better and your fantasy points. I mean, I don't know if that's why you're getting the follows, but have you seen the follows come up in your social? Uh, I get I get a few DMs here and there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I, I've been kind of. I think I've been kind of. I, I check in on it every once in a while. I have like a, a burner account on on there. I just kind of look at what oh, I okay. what I score. I mean, I think it's interesting. Honestly, like I I don't really play it ever, but. Uh, I just uh, I check my pick trend and okay. and I go through the when I do good I look through um, whoever won and to see if they picked me or not I think it's funny that's awesome that's that's cool I'm gonna I'm gonna have to cut that and send that to Steve he'll like that oh, yeah. okay so Moto two you're doing well and just all of a sudden you drop off timing and scoring yeah. and again Pulp Nation comes unglued um, frustrating yeah so tell everybody what happened. No, I was uh, I was feeling great. Like I was a little banged up from the first moto. I got ran over pretty solid, but uh, no, I I, uh, I got a good start. I was like twenty second around the first turn, and then I just started cutting people, cutting cutting around people pretty quick, and made it into like fifteenth, fourteenth, and uh, started clicking off the laps, and then just popped the tire right off the the big jump in the middle, and wow, almost died, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, no, yeah. it was it was frustrating. Like I was feeling good. I was I was feeling the top eleven or twelve in that moto. Man, but, yeah, I'm glad you didn't really go down or anything. Like you said, you almost died. I mean, because no, it could it could have been ugly. I mean, I yeah. I was scrubbing like we scrubbed that one pretty solid because you got a big run up, and it like gave out on me and then hooked off the top, and I almost came together with Schwartz, and, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, I saw your tire go right <laughs> off the lip." And, yeah, it was nasty. Wow, yeah, and it's funny. So going back to fantasy for the last time tonight, um, like you, I felt like you couldn't have been off your bike more than about five minutes, and you sent me a text apologizing. <laughs> and so I instantly went on to the chat room, and I was like, hey, everybody, he like he shouldn't care about this, but he's saying he's sorry to everybody. Everybody instantly changed their tune. They're like, oh, man, that's so cool. All right, we forgive him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't want an angry mob coming right. to my front door because I, I, I screwed him on fantasy yeah. points. Because that should be your priority, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I honestly, it's not even in the back of my head while I'm riding. I just, I come back and, and yeah. I saw your text and I, I was just like, ah, oh, sorry. Yeah, well, I, I legitimately am not somebody that gets mad. I mean, I get mad at myself. Right. I'm bummed, but I'm not mad at the rider. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's not my fault. It's your fault for picking me. <laughs> okay, fair. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> You be my producer who's not in studio. He keeps talking. We have this argument that fantasy is skill. That's his opinion versus luck. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think there is some skill in it, but I'm like, it's so hard to pick in yeah, motocross. It's you don't not know. Even. You pick Dylan Ferrandis, who's been stellar all weekend, but one weekend you pick him yeah. and he has a bad race. That's not. There's no skill in that. That was bad luck. 
you know? Yeah, it, it doesn't. Like, motocross is such a crapshoot. You might, yes. be go, might as well be going to the casino. Like, yeah. I, oh, I, I, I felt like I was going to have the best weekend of my career and, and a couple little mistakes or yeah. bike problems, and you're having the worst race of the year. So exactly, exactly. And it so, doesn't matter how, how healthy you are or how fast you ride. Right. It's, well, it comes down to luck sometimes. I, go ahead, Scotty. Uh, so we were we were talking about at the beginning of the show about uh, Iron Man, and uh, it seems like that one section that had like where you went under the bridge. I was call, mm. I was calling it OJ Lane because it seemed like it seemed like it was a little busy visually. Like they, like yo, it was almost looked uncomfortable for you guys. Did it did it feel that way? Like there was maybe like an extra jump that shouldn't have been in there or something. Yeah, it's uh. I honestly, I, that's one of my favorite tracks. Like I, I raced it for the first time last year. So it, it's very similar to what it was last year with that roller section to go into that bridge. I like that section. And then you hit that next step up and it's so small that you end up over jumping it. And you have that weird little hole into a double and then into another double into the jump in the sand. It's, it's busy for sure. Yeah, that, 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 that's, yeah, that's pretty much, if it looked that way, I just want to make sure it felt that way. Yeah, it's it's more uh, it's more tiring than anything. Like it it's fun, like it wasn't awkward or but it, and it flowed all right. It's just with you having to willy into that hole, and then you hit the hole and it's like a full on impact. You bottom out and it's just tiring yeah. more than anything. Uh, did you get penalized for something? Yes. Talk yes, about I did. that because I haven't heard any details. I've just seen questions about. Yeah, it. it's it's a little bit. Um, I, I disagree with it, Okay, but, um, I, I fell in the start as you know, Yep. and I was going up that Godzilla Hill and they didn't have any flaggers or anything. And right when I was going up and I saw out of the corner of my eye, the flagger, like throw the white, fl- the red cross flag up. Okay. As I was going up it, and you, they have these little like super cross, you know, super cross has the flashing lights. Yes. Yes. They had those right at the bottom of the hill in the shade, so I can't even see them. <laughs> okay. So you're basically wide open going through the rollers. I catch that out of the corner of my eye, so I kind of like just barely pop off the jump because it's it's not like a tabletop. It's like a step up to a tabletop, right, so there's a little right. gap. So I just popped up onto the top. Like I didn't jump in it by any means, and they didn't have any flaggers at the top of the hill or any of that stuff, so I, I couldn't tell for sure, so I just – played it safe and just barely jumped up on top and there was a guy down so my buddy kyle he went down and then there's flaggers like right at the bike where you can already see everything so i'm like (laughs) you can't see it yeah it wasn't clear and then they're like they show me this video of it like dude i barely got my they're like well you're supposed to keep your wheels on the ground and those things are so inconsistent you know i mean well they're consistently inconsistent yeah, and then I like, I asked. I'm like, well, can you put a flagger at the top of the hill just for safety? Because I'm telling you, as a rider, you can't tell for sure. Yeah. Like, if I wouldn't have seen that guy out of the corner of my eye, I would have jumped that and landed on the buddy. So. Yeah, it's like, it's scary that some that stuff happens every week. You know, there's always something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I they were like, oh well, we have lights and flaggers, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> you can't tell. So. <laughs> right. Just put somebody out there. I don't want to crash and get landed on. Uh, man, that's well. How many, what do they? What do they penalize you? It's two positions. It's whatever. I mean, twenty fourth to twenty sixth. It's like <laughs> it doesn't matter at that point. If I would have gotten to eighteenth or nineteenth and then got penalized, I would have been pissed. But yeah, 
Well, I think like from it's probably difficult for you, but as a outsider looking in, I think there's some positives you can take away. I mean, coming through the field the way you did Moto One, and then before the yeah. flat Moto Two, you were riding well, and this is coming off a, a two week period basically where you probably didn't ride a lot, and you know just hell, hell being off the bike for a week or two that that yeah. that's a big step back, right? So I think there's positives, man, that you can take away. No, I'm not. I'm not mad cool. or upset about the weekend by any means. It it was a good weekend. I qualified the best I have all year, and and I had some of the best speed I've had all year. It's just some bummer luck, sure, and and yeah. all that. I mean, coming back from that first moto, I was I was riding good, and then like I had a broken throttle tube, so that was kind of like oh, wow. honestly sketchy. Like, yeah. uh I had the wires were all out and everything. It was. Uh, <laughs> It was a, a turn on and then I had to turn off the throttle. Ooh. So I got, I got hairy a few times. I had cruise control. So I got to <laughs> awesome, set the man. cruise well, control down the straightaway. Well, two more to go, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hometown race. Oh, so okay, that's what I was about to ask is the, the next two tracks, like what, you know, the tracks that suit you. And I, I guess one of them's a hometown race. That's cool. So what are you, yeah. you looking forward to the next, the next two? I'm looking forward to them for sure. I, Paul is not my favorite track, but I also have one of my best overall results there. So I, uh, it suits me good. It's not a fun track for the outdoor nationals by any means, but right. it's, it's local and I've spun a lot of laps there. Awesome. Well, I'll, I'll be at Hangtown, So I'll definitely come find you for that one. Um, yeah, that's classic. I guess the last thing to touch on, man, is just let everybody know Thursday night, you and Kaylee, your your girlfriend, are going to be on the <laughs> yes. better half. We're going to do it. It's been a while since I've done a better half. So if Kaylee gets me the answers back, I think you're the first writer that got me the responses before, before the girlfriend, girlfriend, fiance, wife, et cetera, <laughs> had did. So, yeah, Kaylee, get me the damn answers. She's slacking. 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 So. Yeah. I, I ended up sending them and I deleted them off my phone. So she doesn't know my answers. So. Nice. You, you had some funny yeah. ones. It's going to be a good time. I think <laughs> I don't, I haven't talked to you about time yet. Um, what's the earliest Pacific time on Thursday. You could record that. I'm riding on Thursday. Okay. And I, I have an appointment after that. Some maybe four o'clock, three o'clock. Let's shoot for about five o'clock Pacific, seven o'clock. Okay. central so that's what we'll set it for i'll put a social post up but yeah uh kaylee and Derek will be on the better half so if, those things are kind of fun sometimes hopefully we got the, our audio things figured out Derek, dude thanks again man um every yeah, couple of weeks we like checking in so we'll we'll hit you up probably after hangtown again and like i said i'm gonna come see you we'll do we'll do something on a gopro we'll do a, a video uh interview at hangtown right on Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right, Derek, buddy. Be safe. Uh, good luck this weekend. I can't pick you, so no pressure this weekend. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll make it up for the, the other 60% of the people that didn't pick me. Yeah, that's it, man. That, I, I bet you're a high pick trend again, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, the <laughs> handicap keeps getting higher. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, later. See ya. All right, thanks again to Derek Kelly. Let me uh, turn that track off. Well, Scotty, I don't know how the show went. I don't know what people I, think. You know, I felt like it was pretty good. I felt like we had good interviews, good people, yeah. good questions. And we I had... think audio-wise, like once I piece it all together for the archives, it's going to be great. Yeah. YouTube's always a shit show. Yeah, we, we'll get there. I think we'll get I, there when it's time. We'll, we'll, we'll get YouTube when it's time. We'll race YouTube yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so once again, I want to thank a Cherby's USA, X-Brand Goggles, Torque One Racing, Shock Socks, 
Blood Lubricant Oil Lines, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing, R Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Williams Moto Works, and don't forget about Extreme Colors. You guys want a helmet painted? Kirk is kicking butt. Three ninety five is his retail price to get a custom painted helmet. Uh, but I think for us, he's doing three forty five. So really hard to beat getting a custom painted helmet for three hundred forty five bucks. Check Extreme Colors out. Uh, let me see. Oh, that was Derek. Thanks again. Yeah, thank you, Derek. Uh, still haven't got a, a response from Cody. So as of right now, the answer that I have for his best Loretta finish is the correct answer. So if you guys want to win and a Cherby's chain guide and slider, MotoXPodShow at gmail.com. Give me Cody Shock's best finish at Loretta's ever. And yeah, I, I guess year and all that stuff. And I'll pick a winner. We already did the YouTube one. Did we get a winner for YouTube? Because that's off the archives. So did anybody ever get the answer to that? No, nobody. Nobody said you told them to email it. So oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was stupid. No, it'll work. It'll work because the people in the archives don't know the question. Right. All right, we're good. We're good. Uh, anything else before we go, Scotty? Man, that. Th- uh, just thanks for the YouTube guys for hanging in there. Uh, know that the sound was an issue at first, so sorry about that. Um, we'll work on getting that. A little we better. Every week. <laughs> well, when we'll continue to work on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If TJ was here, we probably he he would have been able to work on it, but he's not here. You know? but, yeah, I'm he just doesn't care about you guys. He doesn't care about the listeners. <laughs> he, <laughs> got, he came he came on a little late, and then his excuse was he was doing a 13 mile bike ride during the show. Yeah. Earlier, I was we were talking like in a group, another group text. We were talking about social media. And he's like, well, I don't have Twitter. And something happened on Twitter. And I was like, I told all of the guys in the group text, don't don't tell TJ what, what we're talking about because he doesn't have Twitter. If he wants to know, he needs to go look. He's like, oh, Twitter's dumb. I was like, well, it should really be nice if you helped out with some of the social media for the show because it sucks. I do it all, and it's a pain I, in the ass. I, well, I've asked. I've, I know. It's still a pain in the butt for me to get you to, to get you access to it and figure out what yeah. needs to be posted. So I just do it. I need to do more of my own yeah on your that's what i really want tj to do is take his social media and repost the stuff that i post so i need to i I need to learn how to repost things and then i will totally do that yeah i I need our listeners to repost and share and talk about it because that's (laughs) that's how we're going to get other people knowing about it and you're laughing at something on uh said room looks better without tj in it (laughs) thank you and also someone said that i make the show better so thank you you scotty yeah is that your girlfriend no who said it Trevor Paul. He said he was his first time watching on YouTube. Well, how the hell does he know if it's better with you or without? I'm just, hey, I'm not arguing. All right. He's, well, he's no, he said he's a normal archive listener. Oh, so it's he, better when you're on. It's better. It's, well, I mean, I've been on pretty much every one. So. Yeah. But yeah, he, he said, right. I make the show better. So Thanks thank you, Trevor. Trevor. You're, you're now, you're going to compete with Garrett as my, as my favorite uh, YouTube, <laughs> uh, YouTube listener. Yeah. So you got I got to get your mic fixed, man, or get you a different mic. Um, because it happens when it's got to be too. me. I'm also a rocker too. Yeah, so see, it might be I'm, that. That well, we've done this a million times, but that mic, you got to be right. Yeah, in the I'm. I'm it's pro- prototypical ADHD so like, guy. Like right here, it's good. Right here, it's not so yeah. good. Mine's a little better. It's a different type. You come over here, you lose it. So you got to stay with that thing right in your mouth. I know. I, it keeps tickling my mustache. Okay. <laughs> All right. Once again, guys, thanks for listening. Go to please go to Patreon.com if you feel like supporting the show. Going to Hangtown in two weeks, and a lot of the way I'm getting there is from our Patreon supporters. So if you feel like going on, follow the Moto Expot show. You could put five bucks a month, man, and that money goes into a pot, and we use it for the show. We don't use it for 
anything other than equipment and travel. So hit us up, patron.com. Appreciate everybody. Uh, join the Fantasy League, even though I should have been promoting this all week. Why are you laughing again? God, I'm, we're on, we're, it's a YouTube thing. You okay, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't I wouldn't understand. understand. Yeah, you're you not allowed to watch. <laughs> Moto X-Pod Show, Lords of the Berms on the Pulp and Mix Fantasy League. Other than that, we are out of here. See you next week. <laughs>